morning, San Francisco. <sighs> you beautiful, sweet city by the bay. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, San Francisco. Look at you. Oh, look at you. You're looking good today. Oh, looking real good today. <laughs> you got that, that early morning uh, crystal blue sky. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit of orange on the horizon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe a little moon hiding out up there somewhere. Yeah. It's a little bit dry, so everyone's hair's looking a little, <laughs> little better than normal. I'm looking out on the corner of 16th and Valencia, and there's a lot of good hair out there. there. It's true. Wow. Look at look that. Look at that guy's wow. hair. That's nice hair. Oh, my gosh. I think a lot of that, you're right, is the uh, is just the humidity. I know. Lack of humidity today. And we're going to learn all about the humidity and all sorts of weather-related yes. things with our guest today, Jerry Diaz. Cannot wait. <sighs> uh, Jerry is, um, I don't know, one part weather, one part uh, human. How mm-hmm. does it go? I, I, I think that sounds <laughs> right. Uh, we'll be chatting all about the San Francisco Bay Area's weather and beyond. Uh, send in your weather questions. We're going to be chatting with a weather pro later today. Uh, and just hanging out with you, San Francisco, from now until, uh, I don't know, what do you say we do uh, under the covers till when? Mm, maybe 9.30 or so. Like after coffee? Yeah, after coffee. Let's after do it till coffee. after coffee. Oh, um, I think it's going to be a good day. Seeing all of San Francisco waking up, it's uh, it's a little bit warmer today than it was. Yeah. It's feeling good. Temperature keeps moving in a nice direction. Mm-hmm. I love the rain. The rain was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, you know who's really happy during the rain? Plants. Oh my gosh! Plants are very happy during the rain. Mm-hmm. Here he The amount uh, of like grasses that are just randomly growing is so nice. Absolutely, just greenery everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's um, all over. So uh, yeah, I think there's a lot. Of, we got a lot of happy plants. Maybe some happy moles out there digging holes mm-hmm. in the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know the coyotes are stoked on that. Oh my god! Their burrows are an all-time peak coziness right uh-huh. now as uh-huh. they're nestling into the earth. The gophers are like this is easy <laughs> moving around down here. Some mud doing that dance from Caddyshack. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So it's looking like a beautiful day out there. We're going to chat all things weather uh, as we welcome Jerry in the second hour of the program. But now we're live. We're here on the corner of 16th and Valencia broadcasting from world-renowned Manny's. Mm-hmm. And if you know where the key to the front window is at Manny's, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, yeah. We, do. we don't know where the key to the front window is. It's a little quieter because <laughs> the microphone's on the inside of the glass windows right now. So if you took it home the other night, uh, let us know. Yeah. There's an amnesty right now to bring the key back. It is. There is. Otherwise, we might like move to another window to yeah. get some good sounds. Who knows what will happen? I don't know. Go outside. I know. It is quiet in here. It is. Yeah. It is. Hello, San Francisco. Good, good morning, morning, San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, Let me give the people the quiet weather. I think they need to know the weather today. All right, San Francisco. Currently, it is 57 degrees and sunny. It's going to get to a high of 64 today and a low of 44. As we look towards the weekend, it's going to be about the same. 50s, late uh, high 50s are the high, mid 40s for the low. And then the sunrise today. Do you want to know what? I want to know what sunrise was today. Good morning. Sunrise was at 719. 7.19. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. I, that's incredible. And then sunset, the magic hour. I'm going to guess sunsets today at 527. You hit it right <gasps> on the dot. <laughs> Two weeks in a row I got Two sunset right? Are you cheating? Boss, I'm taking off at five. I need to enjoy 27 minutes. 
of sunshine over the San Francisco <gasps> Bay. Boss, I am out. I'm out. I'm done. Punching the card. Oh my gosh. I got places to be. Are we going to hit a half hour of sunlight after work next week? I can't. Oh my gosh, we are. We definitely are. We're going to have a half an hour. Wow. That's enough for a happy hour cocktail with somebody you haven't seen in a minute. For sure. Maybe a mocktail with a close peer. Mm-hmm. A walk with a friend. Oh. A stroll with an acquaintance. Get after it. Absolutely. Mm. I'm ready for it. It's looking good. I'm taking a look at fog.today, mm. uh, my favorite weather app for seeing if there's fog above me if I don't want to look up. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking pretty good out there. It's looking pretty clear. Yeah, are you seeing any fog? Uh, there's a bit of fog, but like not nothing that's, uh, nothing that's really registering on the radar as a bank of fog. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking and saying, uh-oh, fog's a-coming. It's a-coming. No, I'm looking out of the skies and saying, I see blue skies. And again, a tinge of orange in the mm-hmm. sky. It's absolutely gorgeous out there this morning. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, do you have a great song to start the, the day off for folks? Yeah, there's lots of great songs out there in the world. <laughs> Let me try to find one really quick. Is, I was listening to a book on the way over here today. I usually listen to songs. Mm-hmm. but uh, You want to switch it up. You want me to put on five dysfunctions of the team? No. no? As a matter of fact, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, we can play a little bit of uh, maybe some Chaz. Oh, a little Chaz Bear? Yeah, you want to do a little Tori Moi? I would love that. All right, San Francisco. Uh, if you'd like to, you can tweet in a, at us. We are at Rollover Easy on, I don't know what we tweet or Twitter or whatever it is. I forget. And uh, you can hit us up on Mastodon. You can twizzle at us. You can twizzle to us. <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> we are, hey, good morning there. Uh, we are Rollover Easy at Mastodon.social. But I think I'm going to move that over. I wrote a to-do for myself this weekend to go over to SFBA. All right. Let's get right. over to the Bay Area. Let's do it. Uh, so let us know where you're drinking coffee this morning. Send in a mug. Mug shot. That's what we're looking for. Some good mug mm-hmm. shots this mm-hmm. morning. Or if you have a picture of Carl Nolte, whatever it may be.
yes, that is one track too many. Uh, but this is Golden Gate by Al Jolson. You recognize this one? I can dig it. Maybe we should just let more Golden Gate themed jams play in the background of the show. How many Golden Gate themed jams are there, do you think? Enough for a few playlists, I feel like. Oh, I got you. I hope this one starts talking about the Golden Gate, though, here in a second. So we're moving around here. We're now at the, um, what is this, the western side right yep. here? Look at this bench. Maybe we should get on this bench sometime. There it is, Golden Gate. Oh. Sing hallelujah. Do you ever say uh, hallelujah when you see the Golden Gate Bridge? No, but I should. Like, it's a, it's a good response. <laughs> I've hit it with an amen once or twice. <laughs> uh, do you think Nancy Pelosi hit it with an amen or a hallelujah when she saw it this week? Nancy Pelosi was in town hanging out? Oh, yeah. And uh, Mayor Pete, too. That's right. Uh, I, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Oh, this also gives me a great view of my bike. Oh, that's Locked nice. up outside. Yeah. This is a twofer. This is. This is nice. Um, I would hope that both of them said that. I hope... Um, I hope, uh, here's what I hope. Nancy hit him with a hallelujah, like mm. I'm home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Pete hit him with an amen, like he had just seen a beautiful thing for the first time, you know? <laughs> like I want both of them to have these fantastic reactions, but from slightly different angles. Uh, uh, congratulations to the Golden Gate Bridge for getting $400 million. Woo! That's, That's enough good. for how many more coats of paint do you think? Um, not enough. They're not just going down to the local uh, building su- builder supply on uh, what's it called? Are they? Yeah. Where does their paint come from? Where do they go for That's all that? A paint? lot of paint. <laughs> we need to, we need to get up there and ask these questions. Absolutely. Good morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were in town. The bridge is getting four hundred million dollars to make it stronger for earthquakes. Excellent. And the tune that it sings, they really wanted to sing San Francisco Street. They're like, <laughs> the pitch is just a little off. They're like, if you could just focus on that, that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, hey, can I pour you some coffee? I would absolutely love some coffee. San Francisco, while you're getting ready for your Thursday morning, pour yourself some coffee as well as we're about to take our collective community sip together. You know, this is, without a doubt, one of my favorite parts about doing the program is taking a sip of coffee knowing that half of San Francisco is doing the same thing with us. Really beautiful thing. All right. There's that for Look at this mug. I love the mugs here, Manny's. They are. The good ceramic mugs. High quality. They look good. They got a good feel to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Mug goals. All right. You think San Francisco has their coffee? I hope so. I'm ready. I'm ready. I think they are. I think they are, too. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it, San Francisco. Count of three. Take a sip together. One, two, and... Mm. Ooh. That's hot and that's ritual. I can you, tell you right you off know the bat, it. I have no doubt it. in my mind that that's ritual. You know it. That tastes like Eileen's finest. Mm. Morning. And I don't know what's happening there. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh oh. But every week I go, uh-huh. and two big cups of coffee cost me $4. <laughs> what is happening? How are they doing this it? This program's not brought to you by Ritual, but this program is brought to you by Ritual Coffee on Valencia Street and many <laughs> other convenient locations around the San Francisco Bay Area, serving up the finest hot bean water you can possibly imagine. Ritual's kind of like the Steph Curry of coffee, where it just, it's been playing at such a high level for such a long time. Yeah, when's time. the peak? Yeah, when when's the peak going to come? <laughs> when's the next championship coming, Ritual? <laughs> oh, goodness. Absolutely love it. Well, who do you think the first person was to... Would, should we start off with Twitter? Should we start off with uh, I think Mastodon? For, old, for old time's sake, we should start off with Twitter. All right. Who do you think the very first person was that tweeted into us this morning? Mm, Lisa Church? The very first person that tweeted into us this morning was that MC. That MC. Hello. Good morning. I'm getting 
I'm getting the coffee hot on time, says Mac. He's got that fantastic Be Grateful poster up there. Mm-hmm. A little pour over into, it looks like an owl mug. And uh, yeah, man, you know, Mac, it takes a lot of caffeine to propel a bus around San Francisco safely. <laughs> it's like a chunk of what his excellence resides in is being caffeinated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great mug, too. It's a really cool mug. Yeah. Good travel mug. Yeah, get, get out there and get a mug like Max. Do you have a do you have a good travel mug? Uh, I do. I have this one that I got from Lazy Susan. Oh, uh huh. And it says Lazy Luke on it. Oh, <laughs> I won a golden ticket and a fortune cookie. <gasps> Congratulations! I know, and it's uh, it's something I use all the time for this radio show and other things. Nice. What about for you? You got a good one you use? Uh, oh, absolutely. I'm all about it. I got one that's um, I covered up the logo on it, but it keeps the coffee real hot. Mm-hmm, Say mm-hmm. that much about it. Uh, Mac also tells the story, and I saw this a couple of weeks ago, Mac, of running a little bit late for the bus. Even your bus drivers are a little bit late to the bus sometimes <laughs> and happens. not having a cup of coffee. But the kindness of a stranger who had two cups of coffee gave him one of his cups. That was such a great story. Good people in San Francisco. They're just out there. They're all around you. 100% agree with that. And they're willing to give their bus drivers a cup of coffee to keep them caffeinated. You know, and that's really to me, there's a lot going on in San Francisco. A lot of ink has been spilled. A lot of thoughts have been uh, have been thought. A lot of people have pounded for your on keyboards Mm -hmm. this is the stuff that keeps my heart in the city of San Francisco absolutely people helping out their neighbors sharing a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. helping out a bus driver you're really helping out a. it's like a one-to-many sort of thing right you give Mm -hmm. a single cup of coffee and you get a bunch of people needing to to go where they get to on time due to that bus driver absolutely this reminds me that we need to do our thing in the bike lane out here where we Mm -hmm. give out little cups of coffee oh definitely yeah we have to absolutely Speaking of which, you think we're going to see our favorite dog? Hey, good morning, Pumpernickel. I really hope we see Pumpernickel. Pumper I, I got the treats right here. Bring your dog on by, 16th and Valencia. We got treats with us, and they expire in two months. So we got to, <laughs> hey, there, we're good giving morning. them out as fast as we can. We're giving them out as quickly as we possibly can. Oh, uh, goodness. Skater Girl says in reply to Mac, hey, next time you need an early morning brew, swing by the coffee bar on Montgomery. Mm. We officially open at 7, but we're usually there by 645. I'll have a large coffee ready before you can blink. Nice. Um, speaking of coffee near Montgomery, you know what coffee I had down there recently? Tell me. I had the Andy Town at Salesforce Park. Ooh. And you know how you hear about downtown is this, downtown is that? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you that a Thursday afternoon at Salesforce Park mm-hmm. is packed. Really? Jammed. Wow. There was as many people in line for coffee as there was like on a Saturday morning at Ritual in 2009. <laughs> It was a lot of humans getting caught. But as many people saying, what are these bulbs called? Edison? Interesting. I wonder if we'll see these around for a while. Oh, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Yeah, it was packed down there on the first day. You know, I think Salesforce Park, uh, Salesforce Tower Park is obviously, it's one of my favorites in the city just due to the uh, sort of diversity of flora, flora and fauna. Mm-hmm. Flora, flora? Flora and, flora and fauna. Fauna. Flora and fauna. Flora. Let's get a little sip of coffee here. Let's try this again. Floral and fauna that they have down there. Uh, it really makes this a fantastic place just to kind of cruise around, walk, mm-hmm. take a stroll, say mm-hmm. what's up. Yeah. And everybody I've chatted with down there feeling good. Yeah. Chat with security guards, what's up? Mm-hmm. Chat with your neighbors, how's it going? Mm-hmm. It's just a great spot. Mm-hmm. So maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe go check out Coffee Bar. Thank you for the nod, skater girl. And uh, maybe go get some uh, go get some coffee in your life. I don't yeah. know. Wander around, you know? Mm-hmm. Give downtown a little bit of your time and love. Absolutely. 
Okay, I think I got Mastodon going. I didn't hear the, the sounds, but they should be on now. Beep boop. So they make fun sounds. I know that some uh, some twizzle tutors or whatever they're called. Have, Who's twizzling? Who's twizzling at us this morning? <laughs> Let's go back to the first twizzle toot on Mastodoon. <laughs> the first twizzle toot on Mastodoon this morning. Um, let's see. How do I scroll here really quickly? Okay, all right. From Sutro Tower. <gasps> Sutro Tower said, good morning, roll over easy. And also, good morning goes out to Jerry. Uh, I love that we can see Sutro from here. Mm-hmm. I see Sutro, and then that picture is, well, this one's actually looking towards the North Bay. Yeah. But uh, you can see a chunk of a chunk of San Francisco from Sutro Tower. Can you believe it? What part? What parts? Like what percentage of San Francisco can you not see from Sutro Tower? A really, really great question. There was that. Uh, there was that, that shot. That I mean, the, part of the reason why Sutro is so tall is so they can get the signal to every corner of San Francisco. Right? Is there anywhere in San Francisco that like really, really can't? I don't think so. I mean, it's got to be just a few, few and far between places. Maybe a couple of valleys. Like, I don't know if you can see Sutro from like the bottom of Stern Grove. Yeah, I was gonna say Glen Eagles pops to mind. Oh, on yeah. On sort of the the southern side of uh, McLaren. I guess that's true. Like the like east side of Potrero too. You wouldn't be able to see Sutro. But there's so much of San Francisco that's covered by Sutro's gaze. Does that mean we need to make Sutro? Taller? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Putting an extension on Sutro. Uh, Lisa Church, hello. hello. Lisa says, good morning, Rollover Easy. On my way to go get some coffee. Mm. Love it. And Lisa, what a beautiful shot this morning. Lisa, I have five mugs at my house for you still. Lisa. <laughs> Come pick up your mugs. I want to meet you. I want to say hi. <laughs> You're a legend. Uh, Lisa sends in a beautiful shot downtown looking just as crisp as ever on a late January morning in the city and county of San Francisco. Three quarters an island. Just a couple of island boys here <laughs> broadcasting live on the corner of 16th and Valencia. As Jeff Potzinger, two-time USNICS Lifetime Achievement Award winner Jeff Potzinger, says, Good morning, Rollover Easy. With a nice shot of the mothball fleet out there. Oh, nice. It's looking good. Um, speaking of merch that we have for people, do you know what I found in my move? Ooh, tell me. I found a stash of our Warriors-themed logo pocket shirts. Oh, no way. Yeah. How yeah. many? Um, maybe like five or six. Cool. Yeah, so if you would like a Rollover Easy shirt in Warriors colors, I will start bringing them down to the show on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Uh, we'll bring you some. The early mm-hmm. bird will. Uh, I, you know, what do you, what do you want to trade for it? Oh, uh, a barter system is preferred. Barter system preferred. And then just make a donation to BFF. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Community radio, become a bestie. Go to bff.fm slash besties today. Hey there, good morning. Whole family. Love it. We see that guy every Thursday. <laughs> uh, we're getting to know the regulars around here. I know. It's true. It's true. Uh, donation to bff.fm supports the arts in the city and county of San Francisco. Keeping the zeros and ones moving through the tube. Uh, pays our general manager, Cosmic Amanda, because she does it all. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, it's just a positive thing. You like the arts in San Francisco. You say, we need more of this sort of stuff. That's how you can, contrib- can contribute. You know one of the things I love about BFF, um, and Amanda specifically? You give you give one and I'll give one. Okay. Every once in a while, someone reaches out, uh, say they need, like, a DJ for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Leah. And they say, hey, I would love to support local radio. I go, get in touch with Cosmic Amanda. She knows 200-plus DJs. Totally. totally. That would be 
into this. Absolutely. Uh, and Amanda is just like a hub of knowledge and community radio culture. Yep. 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 Makes me very joyful. What about you? Uh, I think my favorite part about uh, BFF.FM is that, you know, regardless, it could be uh, 7 p.m. on a Tuesday. It could be 8 p.m. on a Friday night, you know, kind of getting into the getting into my groove for the weekend. Yeah. It could be a, um, a Monday at 11.15 a.m. And I turn on BFF.FM and I'm exposed to fantastic radio programming, a diverse set of uh, DJs, a diverse set of hosts tunes and all around just great vibes on your community radio station i know we're become so a bestie. become a bestie and support today. people like the real we built this city who says good morning roll over easy sends in a lovely shot of what i would assume is the south of san francisco looking towards the eastern skies as the sun flares up creating an orange glow on all that it touches mm. um did you see these gorgeous shots of milo uh, good oh morning goodness. stephanie Deppa. good morning <laughs> Hit the retweet on that one. I love this. So Stephanie says, I've missed the last couple due to my work schedule, but I'm so happy I get to tune in live for most of today's show. Milo's been keeping busy these last few weeks, testing out poses for the Pets of Rollover Easy (laughs) calendar. This is the year, Stephanie. We're doing it. it. This is it, Stephanie. I, I mean, Milo, I don't even know, like June, July, and August, maybe yeah. with these poses. These are, this is fantastic. How many toes do you think Milo has? Enough. Uh, Milo's got so many toes. <laughs> this cat's so cute. And it, Milo looks just like the long lost brother of our cat, Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony Chocoloni. Dr. Chocolate. The most mysterious cat out there. The most mysterious cat out there. It's a great way to describe him. <laughs> our neighbors were house sitting, uh, were cat sitting for us recently. Uh-huh. And one of them texted, I got a Tony sighting. And I said, Congratulations, 10,000 years good luck <laughs> uh, that MC tweets out a shot of the 15 Bayview Express 3rd Street and Palo 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 Valencia 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 okay Cabrillo or Cabrillo oh uh, oh Shagnasty oh Shagnasty oh Shaughnessy oh yeah that's what it is I think it's oh Shagnasty oh Shagnasty yeah. <laughs> Uh, a good morning goes out to Peter Hartlob. Okay. Good morning, Peter. Tweet of the day so far. <laughs> I'm hitting the retweet on this. this is hit so the good. retweet. Hit the promote. <laughs> Put this on a, one of those Apple billboards. <laughs> I love everything about this tweet. Go ahead and read it. Uh, sends in a gorgeous picture of the city skyline from the ferry and says, I took four photos of this guy taking photos of San Francisco on the ferry yesterday before realizing it was Carl Nolte. <laughs> And the picture is a picture of Nolte taking a picture of the bay from the ferry. Look, you're not going to find two bigger Nolte fans on community radio than the early bird and myself. No. This warms my heart. This makes me so happy to see Nolte out there. What's he doing in Alameda? What's he up to over there? You know he's up to something fun. You guy, he's got to be. He's always (laughs) adventuring. You know, and he's he's old school. school. As noted in the comments, he's got a New York Times. uh, Oh, just stuffed in A New York Times stuffed in his back pocket with a reporter's journal, you know? What Nolte, a pro. If you've not met Nolte before, go meet Nolte. Find him on the street. Say hi to him. Buy him a coffee. He's and a legend. And honestly, this is like what's so great about San Francisco. It's mm-hmm. a big city, but it's a small town. Absolutely. You could be taking pictures of your friend on the boat and not yep. even know it. Legends taking pictures of legends. <laughs> you love to see it. Okay. Do you think Nolte and Hartlob, when they got together after this, they laughed about this? Do you think they talked about the Bay Lights and whether or not we should keep them as their Ooh. colleagues said, get that screensaver? out of here what oh did you not hear this no i thankfully missed this <laughs> our um 
architecture critic, uh-huh. said that we John should King? not renew the Baylights. Ooh. Yeah. Had a bit of a Bauer moment, Ooh. if you will. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> Only good news here on Roll Over is we're bringing the Bay Lights back. There's no way we're not letting the Bay Lights come back. It's it's gonna happen. Morning. It's for sure, for sure, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Makes me uneasy to talk about something that's like just such a bad take. <laughs> oh goodness! I absolutely love this shot, Peter. Thank you so much for sending it in. Bring the bring the Bay Lights back. Look, I don't have a million dollars. But if I did, if I was like rich, 100% would contribute to bringing the Baylights back. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, first I'd bring back Pop-Up Magazine. Oh. You do Pop-Up Magazine before the Baylights? Absolutely. I do Baylights before almost anything else. Really? Yeah. I think the Bay Lights, they serve, they serve the Bay Area with a beautiful tapestry of visual and spectacular wonder and delightment 365 days of the year. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm with you on that. But Papa Magazine supports the art and culture and pushing the bounds of what it can be. That's true, too. I just, I just think the Bay Lights are one of the, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a city, period. Also, did you see uh, Sutro Tower yesterday? No, what did Sutro Tower do? Or not Sutro Tower, excuse me, Salesforce Tower. No, what did it do? Nice little tiger and some rabbits, I believe, celebrating the uh, Lunar New Year. Actually, I did see this. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a bit scary at first to see a big tiger up there. (laughs) I saw this because you know what I realized? I had a revelation this week. Do you know that the Richmond is one, count them, one quick bus ride away from Specs in North Beach? Excuse me? Right? That's like you've just discovered a wormhole in the universe. I did discover a wormhole. <laughs> I hop on the one California, I close my eyes for a moment, and I'm walking into Specs. Wow. Where Vic Wong is playing. Wow. It was wow. unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic to hear. Find me at North Beach from now on. That's incredible. The one just drops you off right there? Just right there. Fantastic. You hop out on Grant, and you walk a couple blocks through Jack Kerouac Alley, and then you're at Specs. Anytime you can make a you know make a plan to get somewhere and it, it requires you to walk through Jack Kerouac Alley, I'm in. I'm going that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Takes five minutes longer. Doesn't matter. Still and, doing it. And now I don't know if you've been there lately. They got all the tables out in mm-hmm. Jack Kerouac Alley. I, I haven't been there a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like Vesu- they had a, yeah, they Vesuvio have is in Jack Kerouac Alley. It's great. Now. Yeah. This is fantastic. More of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along with the. Um, uh, hot bacon wrapped hot dog vendors being absolutely everywhere yes. now. The tables in Jack Kerouac Alley are one of the good silver linings. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. More tables in Jack Kerouac Alley, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good morning goes out to the mayor of Oakland. Mike Davis tweets in at us, says, Good morning, rollover easy. I heard that you're taking talking weather today. So far, it looks good here. Go birds. And sends in a horribly misguided tweet in a picture of a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles mug, which we know the Philadelphia Eagles are playing your San Francisco 49ers this Sunday. Mm, They're mm -hmm. one of the final four teams left. Four teams left. We got the Eagles. We got the Niners. And then uh, some other teams. I know one is the Bengals. Bengals I know of as well. Yeah. Oh, and the Chiefs. Mm, Okay. They're still called the Chiefs? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough football. I'm still learning the Niners players' names as I get my Fairweather fandom uh, up to the right temperature. Just become a Fairweather fan for a couple of days. It's fine. You know, leaning into your town's sports, regardless of if you actually care about them, mm-hmm. is uh, I think a good thing. I do, but I I, I have deep conflicts with the NFL in a some days. Hunt of deep but I'm like, conflicts. I grew up. I grew up rooting for the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. 
Deep I mean, complex. I, you know, deep family tree. You know, my dad was at the catch game with Dwight uh, Dwight Clark. No, way. he was there. He's wow. in the end zone. Wow. Like I got a, a rich family tradition of enjoying Niners games. Mm. Uh, speaking of Barry Sports, I was reminded last night that come April, mm-hmm. if you can afford a ticket uh-huh. to Mexico City, yeah. you can watch Los Gigantes okay, bueno. play in Mexico. Oh, I love this. Right? And somebody who was in Mexico checks my watch 16 hours ago. <laughs> I think that is a fantastic place. Hey, good morning. Fantastic place to watch a game. Yeah. Um, I was not in Mexico City, but when I have been in Mexico City, I have enjoyed it tremendously. It's it's a hard place to not enjoy. Go to Mexico. Yeah, Mexico's yeah. great. Get after it. Oh, esteemed Chronicle photographer Jessica Christian tweets in this morning. Hello, Jessica. Says, getting my coffee and settling in. Listen to roll over. Excuse me. Getting my coffee and settling in to listen to my colleague, Jerry, on roll over easy this morning. Peep the mug. She's rocking a fresh rollover easy mug. One of the blue ones. I love this. I love this mug. That's a great one right there. It holds so much coffee. It does. It's it's a really good ice cream mug. I think you were the one that turned me on to that. Oh, yeah. Another thing you can do is you put a bunch of papalote salsa in it, and then even the whitest of chips fits in really nicely. Wow. That's that's next level right there. There's a lot going on on Mastodon this morning, by the way. There's a <laughs> lot of stuff happening. While you're sorting oh. through, through that, let me say a good morning to Ice Cube, who says, Good morning from Illinois via the magic of changing time zones. I'm catching my first live show in a while. Well, good morning to you, or um, good late morning to you. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm replying that uh, the question from Sutro Tower is... Uh, is, do we, are we still selling these mugs? And I'm going to say for a donation to BFF.FM, I can find you one. Yeah. Sell is a very loose word here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, we're definitely still giving mugs away in exchange for support to Best Frequencies Forever. Absolutely. It's community radio. That's mm-hmm. what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will wrap some mugs in the t-shirts that I'm bringing down here. Mm-hmm. That way they're kind of naturally insulated with other Rollover Easy swag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. You got lots of rollovers, you swag. Uh, good morning goes out to Soldrew. Hello, Soldrew. Soldrew, nice little pour over shot in there. Look at that pour over. I'm really impressed with the composition of the photo while also pouring such a nice pour over, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a skill, you know? It is, it is. Uh, and uh, Peter Monks says, uh, I'll be right over, rollover easy. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Peter. Uh, and BFF.FM, I think you meant to tag Rollover Easy on the tweet. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Still getting things sorted out in the Fediverse. Mm. Uh, I'm in retweet on all of the Good Morning Skyline photos. Look at this, <laughs> like, three in a row right here. You Beauty got Sutro Tower, you got Jeff, and you got Lisa just all in a row. Yo, San Francisco, it's a gorgeous day right now. Get Open those there. windows, turn on some Otis Redding this afternoon. Oh my god. Get outside. Absolutely. Sutro Tower says, uh, Rolo Rizzi has a literal professional meteorologist coming on the show, yet they give us an amateur weather report. <laughs> How accurate was it, Jerry? <laughs> the answer the answer is uh, accurate but not precise. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good way of putting it right there. And uh, Nick Marnelli. Hello, Nick. Hello. Nick says, good morning, rollover easy. A little coffee emoji saying hello on Mastodon mostly just to hear my toot alert on the air. <laughs> I'm mugless at the moment, but here's a picture of Carl Nolte. <laughs> Wait a second. Mugless at the moment. We got to get you a mug. Get a mug. Nick, head on down here one morning and we'll make sure it happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a hello, a, C- a hello goes out to Cedar. Hello! 
Good Cedar morning, says, Cedar. good morning, roll over easy. Good morning to you too, Cedar. Mm. Hope your day's starting off well, Cedar. And then uh, uh, Nick's sort of goofing, says, I found a rare picture of Carl Nolte with Herb Kane during their war correspondent days, tweeting in a picture of a movie I don't quite follow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this is from? I don't know. Let me, let me see here. Nick, help us out. You're not, you don't have Mastodon up on your phone? I, I don't have it quite yet. It's like yet. half the conversation this time. <laughs> that's not Nolte. I'll tell you that much. And that's sure as heck ain't Herb Kane. <laughs> uh, Sutro Tower says Andy Town's the favorite coffee Is this tower's favorite coffee But not allowing bikes or dogs on Salesforce Park is criminal mm. Benioff, what's going on? There's a lot of Salesforce Park that's like Look but don't touch mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm with you Like I want to lay out on the grass <sighs> I want to bring a bike up there Yeah 100%. And uh, Scott F. says they won't even let you walk a bike, which makes the park useless to anyone laying around over between different transportation offers, options while schlepping a bike. Huh. And then uh, the conversation continues to say, I think maybe the rule made sense when they had to the crushed granite walkways, but they replaced them with concrete. So come on, what gives, Mark? <laughs> Should I drop in the bitmoji of Mark Benioff that, uh, <laughs> that he shared with us on the internet one time? I wish I had saved all of Mark Benioff's bitmojis. We have some of them, but not all Mark of them. Mark Benioff used to reply to things on Twitter with bitmojis and I saved a bunch of them because it was just funny to see how Mark he was wearing a warrior's jersey in his bitmoji which I just loved do you think he's sending his bitmojis to the mayor like you know uh, they're texting each so. other I hope so I hope it's like Mark what's going on with X Y and Z and then he just sends like a shrugging <laughs> face like you know like, I don't know you tell me Mark, what are we going to do to bring all these people back downtown? And it's like a thinking face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Molly, hello. Molly. Molly says, good morning, rollover easy. A rainbow painted ladies mug from the Odd Draw. Ooh, look at this mug. Odd Draw. That's a fantastic looking mug. Yeah, I was going to say, this mug really, really speaks to me. I'm all about it. Uh, and Claire agrees, saying that's an excellent mug. Look, we're all about the great mugs here on Rollover Easy. That's the that's the jam. Is get yourself a good mug. Mm-hmm. Sip coffee from it. Uh, and this one was for sale at the Lower Hate Holiday Art Walk, mm-hmm. which is another great reason to get out there and support your local businesses, all of your art walks. Absolutely. It's a... It, plenty of good stuff in this town 100 percent. there are so many great ways to contribute to the arts in san francisco stimulate your local economy by buying a mug mm-hmm. get some cash into an artist's pocket very Absolutely. easy to do mm-hmm. very everybody wins everyone walks away happy you get a great mug mm-hmm. everybody wins mm-hmm. uh and megan bryan mm-hmm. is that who this is i think so megan hey good morning says, good morning from northern Wisconsin. Oh. And Joe Seard. Oh, Joe. I know who this is. Good morning. Good morning to you and Joe. Uh, northern Wisconsin. Woo. We got Wisconsin today. We got Illinois. Let's think. What direction is that? And I'm going to wave in that general direction. I, All right, a little I, bit west, I, mostly I, west, a little I bit north. it's that way. Oh, yeah, definitely that Wait, way. no, 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 it's that yeah, way. No, no, it's, it's east, that way. It's okay, east. all right, there we go. Okay, now I'm waving. Okay, all right. I love that there are four directions that we pointed in the two wrong ones before pointing towards the Wisconsin. Take a sip of coffee here on the... Just get this thing kicked off right. Let's go. <sighs> wow. Directions. We're, we're on it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and good morning to Claire. Claire's chipping in the conversation saying that we have an excellent mug here. Claire, wishing you the finest of Thursdays. Claire says, good morning, roll over easy. May we all have a good hair day today. 
Oh, I love that. It's a good day for good hair. Claire, we hope for a good hair day for you, for us, for everybody involved in the beautiful city and county of San Francisco. For whatever reason, that did not show up in our notifications. Hmm. Strange. Isn't that so strange? It's almost like small bits are starting to break over there or something like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite follow it. Uh, Paul Valdez, good morning to Paul, hits us with a good pun. <laughs> Sends us in a, a picture of a tree and says, top of the morning, Rollo Freezy. Remember, you can't weather a tree, but you can climb it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Paul. Paul also says, looking forward to your amusing show today, says Miles, the feline of the mission. We got the bike, bike mayor of San Francisco. We got the feline of the mission. We got the coffee of the stars here drinking some ritual. Oh, yeah. Hit me with a yeah, little more of that. I got you a little more. Hit me. Now that we're broadcasting from a coffee shop that's selling coffee, we don't have to use the coffee judiciously anymore. I know. We can just sip coffee freely. Sip it freely. Manny's, if you've not been down here, by the way, uh, what are you doing? Number one. Number two, fantastic coffees at Manny's. Also serving ritual. That's oh. how you know. No, we're good. We just got some. Yeah. You doing, you doing good? We'll hit you up in the second hour, though. <laughs> Man, this is what it's all about down here. Uh, and again, if you took the front window key, bring it back. <laughs> yeah, if you took the front window key, still looking for that one. <laughs> hey, Burrito Justice. Hello. Good morning, Burrito. Burrito says, Twizzle. <laughs> so uh, Sutro Tower hits us with a little bit of a longer one here, saying, if you are, unfortunately, in a building facing away from me, it can be hard to get signal. But the FCC has a rule that an owner or a tenant has the right to install an antenna on property that they own or which they have exclusive use or control. And that generally means if you have a balcony or something you have the right to install an antenna to, even if your landlord prohibits it. This would not extend to common areas in your building, however. Really? Sutro Tower. Dropping the knowledge. Nice. I'm excited to meet Sutro Tower IRL someday. Yeah, it's I'm coming. here for him. The day is coming for us, that's for sure. They're all about it. Uh, more snowy uh, broadcast coming in from Joni, who's <gasps> in Idaho. Joni! We have a lot of people hanging out in the middle of the country right now, which I just reminded is to our east. Uh, <laughs> over this direction. That direction. <laughs> uh do you know what temperature it is in Idaho right now? Uh, in Boise. Uh, I'm going to guess um, 17. Ooh, a little bit warmer. 28. Okay, okay. Yeah. A balmy 28 over a there. A balmy 20. It's going to get to 43 today, though. I so, love it. So it'll be a little bit nicer over there. 100%. <laughs> and uh, Rolo Verizzi, new bar windows are so clear, says Burrito Justice, who tweets in or twizzles in a thing that says, uh, the king is gone, but he's not forgotten. This is a story of Johnny Rotten. It's better to burn out than it is to rust. The king is gone, but he's not forgotten. Mm. With a nice shot there. Uh, as well, Burrito Justice is just, just doing it on mm -hmm. uh, Mastodon these days. Fantastic follow if you're not already. A little bit of a burrito thought leader, as they say, on the internet. When uh, new folks Ooh. join our organization, especially folks that join from out of town, mm -hmm. one of the first things we do is send them a, like, here's who you should follow. You need to, like, understand the context of the city. Mm -hmm. And the Burrito Justice Twitter account is maybe the first <sighs> thing on that list. Totally agree with you. Totally agree. Uh, burrito Justice Twitter account, it is intellectual. It is funny. It is thought-provoking. It is curious. It does all of the things all of the time. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's, it's free. It just wants to give it's, this to it's, you. It's right there. San Francisco, you. how lucky are we to have a Burrito Justice? Oh, my gosh. You think so they have lucky. a Burrito Justice out there in uh, in Iowa? Oof. I, I hope, hope so. so for Iowa's sake. Uh, same, right? Yeah. yeah 100%. Absolutely. Hey, good morning goes out to Catherine. <laughs> Says, good morning, rollover easy. Olive is on cat patrol this morning. As Olive is just, uh, just posting up in the litter box, just chilling. 
Nice. Uh, nice little tuxedo cat action there. And a great mug. Look at this mug from Catherine. We got to get you on Mastodon. You got to see this I, mug. I got to get over there. I can keep looking at your screen, though. I okay. like you. I like you. Thanks. Get to come around the table each time, though. <laughs> it's a tricolored mug. We've got on the very bottom a dark uh, sort of green turquoise. In the middle, the turquoise is brown. And then up white, it's nice, a nice white up top. Mm, nice. Really beautiful mug. Uh, good mugs. Hard to beat. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So good morning to you, Catherine. And uh, let's see. Burrito Justice is OMG live show from Mexico City. Ooh. We would love to do that. The farthest we've been is on the SF Bay Ferry to Alameda. So that would be uh, taking it a step further. We could do it, though. Yeah. I believe. I think there are some fun shows that we can do out there that uh, that extend past the reaches of San Francisco in curious ways. We would also need the Rollover Easy of Mexico City to come here and do a show, like Absolutely. an exchange program. Again, I would love to know if there is another program out there that is doing what we are doing. Hey, good morning. It's doing what we're doing, but in different locations. Yeah. Talk to us. Let us know. Who are our peers? Yeah. Call us. Call in sometime. We'll call your show. You call ours. Uh, I got a great tweet in from Lisa Mond. You ready for this? Absolutely. Wait, let, me, uh, let me get comfortable for this tome. Morning rollover easy. All quiet on the eastern front as we anticipate award season and take refuge from storms in a bustling restaurant. B. Hutch paints supper in the city. Is that NYC or SF? Only city by bay is puzzle of microclimates. Mm. Oh, and a beautiful shot as always. Look at this painting I think, right here. I think this is a new one. I don't think I've seen this one from I don't, much before. I don't think I have either. I want to say that this is San Francisco, but you never know. This is this is a really fantastic bee hutch. Gosh, this is so good. Uh, as always, uh, support your local arts. Let's just start with Bee Hutch. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is not new. This is old. This is 2002. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Bee cool. Hutch been doing the damn thing for a <laughs> while. It's 2002. That's older than Rollover Easy. <laughs> uh, and the SF Cable Car says that it can't see Sutro Tower, but I would counter that Cable Car, when you're on the top of Knob Hill, mm. can't you see it then? Mm-hmm. Or Russian Hill, maybe? Perhaps. Yeah. You never know. Absolutely. Hey, good morning goes out to Christine. Hello, Christine. Christine says, listening to Rollover Easy while on, while the sun rises over the Crystal Springs Reservoir down the 280. Morning commute doesn't get any better. Mm. And hello to you too, Christine. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Christine, an esteemed peer of mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal Springs Reservoir. It's like it's we just get spoiled with this. Have you uh, what goes on down the Crystal Springs Reservoir? I mean, it's it's the drinking water that's coming through the tap here that's making all the coffee. Goes to Hetch Hetchy first. It comes or it comes Hetch Hetchy to the. So you're saying Hetch Hetchy's the engine and Crystal Springs is the catalytic converter. <laughs> 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 For the catalytic converter's sake of the water system, I hope it's not the catalytic <laughs> converter. <laughs> Who is stolen? Who stolen Crystal Springs? <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. Uh, and Phil and SF says rollover easy. My first coffee since Monday due to fun medical. Fun medical. Fun medical. Fun hair. Phil. Good morning to you. Uh, Phil, Phil, I love this shot. You got some great coffee in there. You got this hair sticking up. You're just starting off your Thursday, right? First yeah. coffee. You know you're going to be feeling it. Especially first coffee in a couple of days. I love that feeling. Oof. You ever not have coffee for a few days? I was just thinking that, and I can't remember the last time I went three plus days without coffee. I probably haven't gone three plus days in more than a decade. Yeah. And, but I've gone like one or two. Yeah? Yeah. When was the last time you went two days without coffee? 
I've probably gone one day without coffee. <laughs> I don't think I've gone two, actually. <laughs> uh, I did somewhat recently. I didn't have coffee for a day. Um, where was I? I was somewhere and something happened and it just lined up and it was like it just yeah. didn't happen that yeah. day for whatever reason. I think that, that, yeah, that happens every once in a while. Every once in a while. But it's now, a mistake. Like, I've, I'm having so much coffee. I can't even. Got coffee coming out of your ears. I can't even imagine that. Phil, we hope the coffee's good for you. Uh, looking out at the bike lane on Valencia right here, currently clear. As you would imagine, it is easy to get downtown on a bike lane as long as no one blocks your path. But the kids are heading off to school. Uh, the adults are headed off to work and everyone is traveling smoothly down Valencia. Absolutely love it. Uh, Paul Valdez brings up a, a very nice post, a very nice sort of th- uh, a thought, an action, a word, a deed. Mm-hmm. Good morning to Paul again, since I think we said hello earlier. Uh, do you know that Paul Valdez dedicated a light on the Bay Lights to his favorite community radio show, Roll Over Easy? I did know that. I did as well. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for that. When I look up at it now, I, I don't I, necessarily see our light, but I see I our look light. for it. I absolutely <laughs> look for it because the light has a posting as to where it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like look to the tower I try to go over a few I like I think I've seen the light yeah I don't think You've I've seen s- the light I've seen the light brother the light is donate 10 million dollars to keep the Bay Bridge lights <laughs> up and running if if we donated a light to John King do you think he would see <gasps> the light about the Bay oh, lights <laughs> what a funny thing that would be to do John King what a what a silly and funny and strange decision that was to not enjoy those things. You know, he's the architecture critic. He's been at it for a while. Um, he knows his stuff. He's a pro. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's some merit to it. Maybe I should read the column. I mean, Bauer knew his stuff, too. You think uh, we're going to have... Um, who do you think our new uh, architecture critic is going to be in San Francisco? I mean... And why is it Mark Hogan? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I, I like John King. But I do think what we have seen with the uh, the changeover in food mm-hmm. has just opened uh, up new bounds of how we should be thinking about our the food in our city. Smashing the and like button if on this. I can think about the architecture and design of our city in mm-hmm. new ways too. Mm-hmm. I am excited for that opportunity to come. No shade, I, but I'm excited for that opportunity to come. I, you know, I completely agree with you on this one. Um, yeah, we did. We saw when Bauer stepped down and Saleo Ho took over, mm-hmm. um, and now we have uh, is it Caesar. Uh, what's his name? We I'm have, we have several fantastic food correspondents at the San Francisco Chronicle. Too, too many to name. It's, it's true. Um, and what are we doing? I'm reading all the articles now. Do you think? Oh, I am too. It's it, you have to. Do you think that uh, SF Gate or the Standard is going to bring in their own food or architecture critics? Like we're already Ooh. getting the dumpling report. Yeah, Ladonia is giving us great burrito mm-hmm. updates. Could be. Uh, are, are we going to get a competition of food and architecture critics? Are okay. they in a softball league together? Oh, we should. What Esther Mobley uh, <laughs> playing catcher? We got Caesar Hernandez, his pitcher. Slayo Hose playing shortstop, like Brandon Crawford out there. We got Chess Lander out there on first base. <laughs> Wait, why are they playing baseball? We got Caleb out there. I don't know. We could field a great team. Caleb Pershing. Of food critics. Playing the hot corner on third. (laughs) Paolo over at Eaters out in the outfield. Oh, this is too much. (laughs) Elena out in in center field. Making just catching them all. Yeah, it's crazy how stacked the Chronicle is. It's just nuts. It's just wild. I absolutely love it. So do we want that for architecture? 
I don't know. Stack it up. Stack it up. Yeah. Indeed. No shade. Absolutely no shade. Um, But, you know, stack it up. Let's Mm -hmm. have some fun. Stack it up. I've done, you know, I don't think it was a bad thing. (laughs) I don't think anyone that reads the Chronicle regularly goes, I miss that Michael Bauer. (laughs) People that say that probably still print out their emails, so I'm not really concerned (laughs) about. Wow. Now that was shade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't. That was, that was, that was a, I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. You know, printing out emails nice every once in a while. Eh, you know, you got to figure out where you're going on MapQuest. <laughs> KNF100 says, ooh, roll over easy coffee. Oh, I feel bad about that. No, I don't. I'm sorry. It, I'm it's sorry. okay. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> I got nothing but love for the Chronicle staff. You, you know, know in order to appreciate the sunshine, you got to have a little shade every once there in a while. Go. There you go. Uh, and a good morning goes out to <laughs> SF Fog and Gold Flag. Uh, hey, good said morning. The Foggy Phoenix says good morning. Still haven't Ew. tried this coffee thing. I'd like to try a macchiato with a slash of nylon. Ooh. Uh, I see what you did there. I like it. I see the Fog and Gold Flag around town all the time now. I do too. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, I put one in the background of my office, mm-hmm. so there's always one in the background of meetings. Nice. I like to have it in there, just like just one represent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good call. I like having them on my bike as almost like a small one, like a registration sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? nice. You, yeah, yeah. You gotta have that. it. Uh, uh, we got a few funny tweets that have come in. Uh, Peter Harlob sends in a great shot of Nolte. He says, this is the best Carl Nolte photo that I found in the Chronicle archive. No context for this. And it's, it's Nolte being fed spaghetti by a bodiless set of hands that are coming through a television. And he's got a napkin tucked into his collar, his hands on his knees, mouth open, anticipating the spaghetti. And this hand just has a, you got a little spaghetti snack, a little meatball in there. And uh, it's looking real good. And uh, hitting the retweet on that, putting this on a billboard on the 101, (laughs) doing it all. (laughs) Jessica says, I need that on a t-shirt. I bought one of the Chronicle um, Clapping Man Mm t-shirts. You know, they got the five stages of a review. Yeah. I think this would be a great t-shirt as well. (gasps) Wait, I think I get this. What is it? I think I understand what's happening here. So the caption is, enjoy a foreign film on video with a food theme. Uh, and I think he's talking about spaghetti westerns. Oh. Uh, but the best spaghetti western is the ramen western that Ooh. I'm blanking on the name of. I don't know. Uh, oh, gosh. There's a great ramen western that you should watch. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to find it for you. I know you're a big movie guy. I love movies. I have seen literally, uh, I think the last count was 37 <laughs> movies. So I've, I don't mean to brag, but I know my movies. <laughs> Eric, good morning. Eric says, this is one of the best photos ever, and not just of Carl Nolte. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Jerry, say good morning to Brian this morning. I, I did, but this he's sending us in some, some new content here. Mm-hmm. Brian says, talking to Iowa, good morning, rollover. Is he from a mug of coffee from the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa? Hey, all right. All right. Uh, so many good folks hanging out with us today. Thank you for starting your morning with us. Uh, it's a delight to share San Francisco with you. Absolutely. 100% here for it, San Francisco. Beautiful way to start off our Thursday is hanging out with you, you hanging out with us, and Jerry hanging out with the weather. He's going to be joining us here. He just walked in the door right when oh. I said that. Look at the timing <laughs> of, every, of everything happening in the world today. Show, showing up early. You know? Absolutely. Like the fog rolling in at, at <sighs> 3 in the Coalescing afternoon. over the hills. What a beautiful <laughs> sight. <laughs> Jerry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're, uh, you're a little early, so we're going to... 
take a minute to get you set up here. Yeah. We don't have a chair for you or anything. Um, let's uh, let's hop into a jam maybe for a minute. Yeah. Can I tell you a jam that I've been listening to? I would to? love to hear this. I've been listening to a lot of Solange lately, a little Ooh. Cranes in the Sky. Fantastic. It's, it's been doing it for me. So. Yeah, you got it. Uh, here's a little Solange for your Thursday morning, San Francisco. We'll be right back here on BFF.FM. Remember, you can tweet in at us at RollovereEasy or do whatever they do on Mastodon, whatever the verb is over Twizzle, there. Twizzle. Twizzle tweet at us at uh, <laughs> RollovereEasy at Mastodon.Social. BRB. I don't want to feel good. 
yes. That's the launch. That was real nice. Hey, son. Solange, one of my favorite Noel sisters. Ooh. Top two. Top two? Easy. Yeah. Okay. Easy, right. easy. That. Uh, well, good morning. Welcome back to Rollover Easy. This is on BFF.FM. That's Best Frequencies Forever. And we are joined here live. Jerry. Hello, everyone. Good, good morning. morning. Ah, thanks for starting your Thursday morning with us. Thank you for having me. Uh, bef- before we get too far into it, can we all take a sip of coffee together? Of course. All right. Love it. Uh, Count of three? Yeah. Let's do it, San Francisco. You ready? You think everyone's ready? I think so. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Count of three. One, two, and... Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Jerry Jerry Diaz? Yes. Fog weather professional? (laughs) What's on your business card? Fog professional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like weather pro? Occasional uh, sunny skies connoisseur. (laughs) (laughs) Sunny skies connoisseur? That's fantastic. Oh gosh, um, is, is that? I mean, really? You you work for the San Francisco Chronicle? Yes, I do. You do a variety of other things around the sort of world of weather. I got to ask a question just to kind of kick things off. What's your favorite weather? My favorite weather. I've given a couple different answers uh, the past few weeks. I feel like it really does shift. Yeah, well, you've with, been, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? I, I would say my favorite weather right now. Uh, and it's one that I miss just so so much right now. I miss Carl the Fog. Oh, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. it's a winter season. Uh, we won't see Carl for a little while, but um, wherever you are right now, you are in our thoughts, Carl. <laughs> oh, Carl. We got Carl the Fog, yeah. Just uh, somewhere away, maybe vacationing down in Mexico. You gotta. Gotta be. Some tacos, yeah, margaritas. There, there was some fog off the coast yesterday. I wonder if he was just kind of checking in to see yeah. how we were all doing after all the rain. Yeah, just kind of like us too. Yeah. poking over in that direction to see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Is the fog that comes uh, the opposite way from the Central Valley, it's the Thule fog, right? Yeah, it's the Thule fog. Is that a different fog from Carl? distinction there between the two. Uh-huh. Uh, Thule fog is just known as that. Yeah. Uh, that fog develops uh, out in the Central Valley, and it kind of follows the, that opposite direction. It comes in from the east. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, during certain times of the year, you might actually see the color distinction between the two fogs. Whoa. So whereas Carl the Fog might come in a little bit more on the gray side, the Thule fog sometimes comes in with a bit of a tint of brown. And that just com- that just has to do with all of the sediment that gets picked up from the Central Valley. Whoa. I love that fog's like a little bit of the terrar of the earth that it's cruising over, you know? That's like Ab- such a cool thing to think through. Absolutely. Uh, when we were off air, we were chatting with Jerry about um, the last time we had a weather professional on here. Ellen Gray, uh, <laughs> esteemed fog researcher, was on many years ago. Um, and we learned from her that there's like there's salt and seaweed in fog. Oh, yeah. And I, I guess it makes sense that there would be sediment if it's coming from the yeah. Central Valley. Carl also picks up a lot of that sea salt, and that actually helps to amplify some of the fog, especially if you ever go out there on the, over on the west side on a nice warm, uh, well, it would be warm on the east side of the city, nice uh, June afternoon. What will happen is that sediment gets picked up, and suddenly the whole Sunset and Richmond District will just be shrouded mm-hmm. in this stuff. It's really something. You can sometimes even smell it, but that would be more of an extreme case of fog. I'm into that. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, to briefly close the loop, because several people have tweeted, tizzled, twizzled uh, mm-hmm. in at us, uh, Tampopo was the ramen western that you were Tampopo. looking for. Thank you very much, Christine. Watch Tampopo this weekend. Okay, watch Tampopo With this Carl week. Nolte, if you can. Carl Nolte's in that? Well, that's it. He was eating the spaghetti, the spaghetti out of the spaghetti. Okay, I got you, I got you, I got So let's say that you're sipping some coffee somewhere. You're having a cocktail or mocktail in a bar. You're chilling out. Somebody goes, hey, so what do you do here? How do you describe to people what you do for work? 
it's funny. I've uh, found different ways to describe it. And <laughs> my most recent one was uh, actually an idea that my partner and I came up with. Um, he described it best. He said that I am essentially a screenwriter for the most dynamic <laughs> actor in the entire industry. That industry, of course, being the weather. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's so good. So dramatic as well. What kind of, uh, you know, if the weather was, if, uh, if the weather was a type of movie or if you were putting together a screenplay, mm. like roughly what sort of genre? Would it be a ramen western? Would it be Ooh. suspense? Would it be sort of like the dramatic shots of um, uh, Zodiac? Mm. Would it be more of the thrill of a 90s shot movie like The Game? Like where, where in San Francisco film would this fall? Well, you know, honestly, after all of the crazy weather we had just the past few weeks, I almost want to say something along the lines of Nope, if you guys saw that movie last year. Uh, it's got the perfect blend of comedy, horror, uh, suspense in a lot of ways, and the uh, main villain in that uh, movie, I believe, is a Cloud-esque being, which is what Carl's I Carl's evil yeah. alter ego. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm excited. I got to put, put Nope's on the list. That's going to be movie number 38 I watch. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I guess the fog is quite dramatic. You know, we get a lot of dramatic weather here in the Bay Area. It's uh, We joke sometimes at San Francisco from an old Herb Cain quote from the Chronicles, 49 miles, 49 square miles surrounded by reality. And I feel the weather's that way a lot of the time, too. What we experience here is unique. Is that just sort of anecdotally accurate, or is it, like, true that the weather that we experience in San Francisco is maybe more diverse and maybe a little bit more... Um, uh, unique, perhaps, and some of our neighbors might be experiencing to the north, south, east, yep. or even west of us. It's truly one of the most unique microclimate places in the world, and that's not an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. You go a couple blocks in one direction, you could step from a 90-degree environment to a 70-degree environment. That happens a lot here in the summer. Uh, the differences in rainfall, you, the west side will often be a lot wetter than downtown. Sometimes it's the other way around. It's almost like these microclimates have a mind of their own at times. Mm -hmm. uh, so in terms of... Uh, where we fall in, uh, you know, in that regard, I would say, yeah, abs we are absolutely one of the most diverse microclimate environments in the world. I think the only other place that would come close potentially would be uh, if you've ever been to Morro Bay down on the oh, Central Coast. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That area has a very similar kind of setup, huh. although they have, they're a little bit more on the extreme side. Whereas uh, the inland areas closer to San Luis Obispo might get up to 100 degrees in the summer. You go out to Morro Bay by the rock out that way, yeah. might be in the 50s. That's a great point. I was down in, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, gosh, I was down in the town that begins with the sea that was just to the south of Morro Bay mm. the other day. Uh, the other week and we drove into Paso Robles from there oh. and it all of a sudden dramatically changed temperature based on just going I don't know 20, 30, 40 miles yep. something like that uh, Cambria went from nine day from Cambria, Cambria to Paso mm. Robles mm. so uh, I like that it's, it seems like the anecdote then is somewhat correct that uh, we get some, some extreme weather here uh I, I feel like this is one of the things that initially made me start like really paying attention to your work with the mm. Chronicle is that you write about the microclimates almost every every day it seems every day yeah uh like was this something that they asked you to do was this like a, a thing that you were like we have yeah. to be reporting this how did this Who come pitched about you on yeah. This? yeah so a little background about uh my weather career uh, before this i worked for the weather service uh, and i was just just blown away by the microclimates i, I was uh, one of those who wanted to just 
constantly write about like these specific details of San Francisco's environment. And so when this opportunity came up, I thought, oh, I could do that every day now. I can really dive into all of these different environments that exist within the city, across the wider Bay Area. So to answer your question, it was a little bit of uh, me kind of pushing for that idea because I'm just so drawn to uh, exploring all the microclimates. I, I, I just love it so much. Like yeah. during all the storms when we were originally chatting about having you on and you know like when you're trying to get around in the midst of like an atmospheric river after an atmospheric river like I had to know when I could leave the house and you were just spot on every time oh I'm glad yeah oh gosh those atmospheric rivers really were something else um, I was so I live right off Harrison Street and we got the brunt of that flooding Ooh, uh, yeah honestly it was something that I I mean I look back and uh, I've lived in the Midwest. I've lived in the South. I don't know that I've ever seen flooding to that level uh, in an urban inter- area. Were you a uh, stand-up paddleboard or kayak to get down to Fifth and Mission? <laughs> yeah, was your, yeah. What was your I, mode of transportation? It. I was half debating the paddleboard idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly was quite the storm that came through the other week. Um, in your career, have you seen other storms that perhaps have been named that, uh, like, we're not, we don't name storms here, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like, and we name a lot of other weather. Would you propose any sort of system for naming these atmospheric rivers? Or we think about sort of conceptualizing them thinking more about the screenplay narrative yeah you're right we didn't get like this is atmospheric river elda coming in <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i do like that idea of giving them names in a similar convention maybe to hurricanes right i mean they have such a large impact on the state why mm-hmm. wouldn't we yeah. you know, consider it uh we could have it on a category based system if it's a strong Ooh. atmospheric river one that really sticks out to us um we should absolutely give it a name. I would personally go with using something interesting, maybe like the Greek alphabet. You know, you could, oh, have, uh, you could start uh, with an alpha storm and then kind of make your way down the list. Yeah, there you go. I yep. like that. Uh, I'm, I'm ready are, for it. Are they currently <laughs> classified in different degrees of uh, severity? They are. Yep, they are classified uh, from a scale from one to five, uh, with one being the weakest. Uh, and most of the storms that impacted us uh, just a couple weeks ago were kind of in that three category. I believe mm-hmm. one was a four, and that may have been the one that brought some of that small hail, if you guys experienced oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was wild. Yeah. I enjoyed every moment of that absurdity. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was unique. It was different. I can't recall many times it snowed in the Bay Area in my life, and hail being the cousin of snow. Is that accurate to say? Uh, I was maybe like a second cousin. Second yeah. cousin of snow. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. It felt very cool to see such a unique thing. The hail was like the thing that will stick out to me from mm. that storm in the sense that it like it cleared up for a moment. Oh, yeah. The temperature dropped. A fog rolled in. It hailed like hell, and then it got clear again yeah. and I was like what is <laughs> truly all of San Francisco's microclimates all in the span of an hour yeah. again ripe for ripe for a fantastic uh, uh, screenplay yeah were you just yeah. typing furiously that entire like couple weeks span oh gosh I was just typing away I was like how much do I want to cover there were points where my partner actually had to text me and go you need to go to bed yeah <laughs> I mean that's a dedication to your to your role and to your job uh, Phil in San Francisco says, I really want to know how whether people decide whether a storm pounds an area or slams an area. Ah. Or, like, what's the superlative verb that you're picking? How are you thinking about that? How are you oh, choosing Oh, I love it? this question. Yeah, I would say I reserve slam or the concept of a storm slamming an area. Uh, if it's the kind of thing that we expect to have far reaching impacts for the whole region. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's almost like uh, I use like wrestling analogies in that sense. Uh, if you're slamming someone, you really are just bringing them all, you know, like bringing them down essentially. That's what I feel happens with a lot of these storms. 
they don't just trickle into the region. You know, they bring like one or two, you know, small inches of, of rain mm-hmm. for small portions. It's the entire city or the entire Bay Area. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, slam is reserved for the extreme cases. Uh, although every now and again, I might throw in slam if I want to highlight if we're having a big shift in the pattern too. Ooh, you know, you're okay. being slammed with something different yeah. in a way. <laughs> what are some other superlatives like that you're fond of that we should be looking oh. out for in a Jerry Diaz weather report? Yeah, what do you have highlighted in your thesaurus? Yeah. If, I, <laughs> if I ever see like a good chance of rain coming in, I'll throw in that we're going to see a stream of rain or we're going to have a storm streaming into the region. Mm, that's good. Um, mm. I'm trying to think of another one off the top of my head. I know I've used, there, there are plenty of superlatives I've used out there. I, uh, I really <laughs> rely on synonyms.com. So yeah. if you think, um, well, I used, there was the other one. I trick, you know, storms trickle in. Mm-hmm. Or if we have maybe like a, a warmer environment coming in, I might even throw in, oh, what was the one I used for the heat dome? Um, the heat, oh, yeah, the high pressure is expanding into the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's, uh, I guess, when you're, when you're writing, is there a specific place you like to be or a spot? Mm. Like, do you have, wh- wh- where's your writing zone? And does it vary based on the weather? Are you maybe like finding yourself in Manny's during a storm or perhaps <laughs> on top of uh, Twin Peaks during a sunny day? How does it change? If anything, it's more like I'll be at Manny's or, you know, a, a, an environment like this during a sunny day. Mm. And if it's a rainy environment, um, I need to be where I can see the rain come in. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So when we had all those atmospheric rivers roll in, I mean, I was sitting in my home office and I was just staring out the window for, you know, I, t- I take turns, like looking outside, seeing where the rain is coming in. Uh, I get a great view of Sutro Tower too. You so really it's, do right it's here. really cool. Yeah, although I missed the lightning uh, bolt that struck it. Uh, oh, a bunch of people I just saw, saw it. I just saw it on everyone's ring cameras later, like the, <laughs> the home nests or whatever they had. That was fantastic. Is that, a, is that common here in the Bay Area, you think? No, no. It's actually very rare to get uh, cloud-to-ground lightning strikes in San Francisco. It's very difficult to overcome our usual kind of cool, stable environment, which is why those storms really stuck out. In fact, the last time I can think of an extreme lightning storm that hit the area was 2020. And fortunately, that wasn't a rainy thunderstorm. That was a very dry one and actually mm-hmm. started a lot of fires. Mm. Uh, if you recall the August lightning siege. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you think we're going to get any more of these atmospheric rivers? Like, am I getting more days like this or more days like that in the future? Obviously, you can't predict the future, but if anyone can, I think it's you. Absolutely. I'll do my best here. And uh, what we can say is we do expect at least another round of maybe another storm or two. I mean, we are still in the winter season. Yeah. Uh, but there is also kind of a, a caveat to that, and that is that we're kind of seeing the storm door begin to close. Oh. So that's kind of the metaphor we use when we start seeing the pattern begin to shift. This, this drier air, uh, it's a good sign that we're, we might be reaching the tail end of the rainy season. So hopefully we can get at least one or two storms out of it. Yeah. Storm door is closing. Storm I like that. Storm door is closing. That's cool. That's yeah. very illustrative. You know, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're, you're describing a thing that is visual by using other visual terms to describe it, which I think brings in a really nice sort mm-hmm. of congruence of... of uh, grammar, poetry, and uh, information. Do you sometimes see it between that sort of in the Venn diagram of like kind of poetry as well as oh, factual information? That's a great way to describe it. it you know, it's, yeah, poetry. It's, uh, in a lot of ways, it's kind of a uh, mix of science and art, mm-hmm. uh, if you think about it, because it's one thing to understand the kind of scientific element. I could throw around terms like bomb cyclone, atmospheric rivers, what yeah. have you. But if you can't explain it in a way that, you know, kind of draws an audience in, then a lot of that could get lost in translation. Yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of an art to be able to bridge the science uh, 
for like you know a general audience while also keeping them engaged i never really yeah. thought about it that way it is kind of poetry oh absolutely yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i yeah. mean yeah i i feel like uh, my favorite articles that i read in the chronicle have a little bit of that poetry in them <laughs> yeah. sort of embedded well and i think of like the great harold gilliam right mm-hmm. who like wrote about weather in this town for so long and mm-hmm. this has been like very informative for me yeah. in understanding how all the pieces fit together uh do you see yourself as kind of like a part of that lineage of folks that are <laughs> helping san francisco understand uh the weather around them Oh, I, 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 you know, maybe a few years from now, if I, you know, if I can look back and say that some, some can call me that, then I mean, that would be great. Um, I feel like if, if I can contribute to a greater understanding of our city's weather, I mean, that, that's really, that's my job gets done that way. So no, I, I hope that someday I get to claim that, that title, but I, I think we still have a ways to go. Fair, of course. Fair. <laughs> when you're out and about and you're moving through the city and the rain is pounding down, do you have a favorite weather or a favorite uh, jacket or uh, what's oh, your, what's your yeah. wing? What's your, what's your like extreme weather clothing game all about? Oh, this how are you staying cozy? How are you staying fashionable out there? Yeah, is there a Chronicle Parka that we yeah. don't know about? Chronicle <laughs> <laughs> no, It's funny. I, uh, so I just moved to the city very recently and Welcome. Bef- thank you. And before, before moving here, I just finished watching the second season of White Lotus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in that show, there is a character named Portia. She has a very kind of ecstatic way of uh, dressing, and I kind of poked fun at it for a while. I thought, oh, that's a silly way to just, you know, it's just so many different colors, different layers. I, I, don't, under, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I've been living here for a couple, for, you know, for a few weeks now, and I can honestly say that I get it now. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to layer up, and you have to make it, you know, as colorful and as kind of... Uh, you know, dynamic as you can. Yeah. So to a- kind of answer your question, yeah, I would say I, you know, I try to layer up if it's a cold day, but I also try to wear as many different colors as I can, be as you know vibrant as you can possibly be. Layers are the way in this. <laughs> absolutely, <town>. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I started trying to post about um, kind of trying to will this into existence, the perfect mm. San Francisco jacket. Oh. And it got a lot more um, engagement than I thought, and the <laughs> end result was that the perfect San Francisco jacket doesn't exist because layers <laughs> are the true answer. That's true. Yep. And I've learned to embrace it so that's really all we can do we are at the mercy of the uh, microclimates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean a thing you were mentioning a moment ago about being able to walk down the street and experience a different climate is similar to what gary camille wrote about in a fantastic book about san francisco cool gray city of love where he talks about how you can experience four different climates as you walk around a building in san francisco it's very true that, you know, yep. one side is sunny and another might be windy. And then all of a sudden you're in the shade. It's cool. And then you go back and it's just beaten down on you. So uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a fun city <laughs> in that way. And so much is that the weather report can perhaps vary in just by time of day inside a build, building that you're on. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of ways, um, you know, one of the fun, a fun conversation starter could be what's the weather like in your part of the city? Really? Because, oh, I mean, that's yeah, really what it boils down to. I am a big believer that like weather is an underrated conversation topic. Like <laughs> small talk gets a bad rap, but in this town, the small talk about the weather is great. That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, you are essentially describing different climates as opposed to other cities where you could be like, oh yeah, it's 55 here. Well, it's 55 here too. In San Francisco, it can be like, well, it's 70 over here. I mm-hmm. believe it was 65 in Noe Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard it was in the 50s in the inner Richmond. You know, it's just such a varied totally. environment. And kind of going back to an earlier earlier point uh it all happens within this seven by seven uh city it's uh truly something it's it's absolutely wild my um my wife is a teacher in Petrero Hill and for a while we were living in Coal Valley and she'd be like oh it was so hot today <laughs> and I'd be like I did not see the sun yeah. once <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the joys yeah. of microclimates uh, Sutro Tower tweets in and says uh, question for you Jerry what's your favorite type of cloud and why mm. favorite type of cloud 
Oh gosh, uh, it also kind of varies. But right now, I would say my favorite type of cloud is an alto cumulus. Whoa! Now alto cumulus, we see those every now and again uh, in San Francisco. More often during the summer months. Often you'll see these roll in as the monsoon funnels into Southern California. Mm-hmm. So these clouds uh, kind of have like a puffy kind of. Uh, best way to describe it would be almost like cotton candy mm. uh, and they kind of cover most of the sky and they often come in from the south so you can almost kind of mm. tell where that okay. moisture is being drawn from alto cumulus hey good morning i'm one i'm one of the good guys here you got a favorite cloud i'm a black i'm black valencia over here all right yeah i'm black valencia excellent well good morning to you good morning good afternoon and good night. This guy's a pro. He knows what's up. I love that. <laughs> I am slightly sad we didn't get his favorite cloud, though. I am, too. I was oh, curious, yeah. you know. Yeah. The cloud you share with friends, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know my clouds well enough to, like, answer the question. Can you give us a couple of others so that I can at least sure. have opinion. some options here when I get asked this question? Yeah. Well, uh, the most one of the most common clouds you'll see is the stratus cloud. Mm-hmm. That's the one that really follows the fog uh, as it comes in during the June gloom season. Okay. So very thin, almost like a pancake-like texture. Excuse me. So that's what I would describe as a stratus cloud. Mm-hmm. Cumulus clouds, anything puffy. You know, if you see it kind of have um, kind of like that cotton candy feature, yeah. likely a cumulus cloud. If we're talking very wispy, you know, see these very like thin clouds, very high up in the air. Those are cirrus clouds. Oh, they're serious. Mm-hmm. They're up there. <laughs> Are there any funny clouds? Any funny clouds? <laughs> but um, <laughs> Wait, sorry, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. Waking oh, no, 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 up. No, wrong one. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> That's a good joke. I like that. I like that one. I try. I hit the soundboard. <laughs> Oh gosh! Um, do the types of you know when you're, when you're observing San Francisco weather? Do you have other vantage points in the bay that you're curious maybe to go explore to go get that vantage point? Yes. Oh gosh, I've been meaning to go up to Burnell Heights for a while now. Just get get a view from that area. Oh yeah. Um, another one that comes to mind right off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I, I, Twin Peaks is a favorite one, but I I mean it. It's one of my favorite spots. I mean, you get this vantage point of the whole city. Um, one area that I think gets overlooked, though, is Corona Heights Park. Oh, um, uh-huh. That one is really handy if you ever have storms coming in from the southwest. So you can kind of get a better handle as to like how much uh, or how deep those clouds are as they kind of approach the city. Huh. I like that. Uh, I really like Corona Heights for watching the fog come in because mm. you're a little bit further east. Yeah. And so if it's yep. hitting Twin Peaks, it's very dramatic, but you can still be very like sunny and warm. Y- you ever see how sometimes those clouds will come in almost like waves crashing onto Sutro Tower? Oh, yeah. You, know, you go. Go nature's for it. Nature's lava it. lamp. <laughs> there it is. I was there just thinking go. about that. Yeah, nature's lava lamp. It's a really beautiful thing, especially maybe you're in Dolores for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's about 345. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're about to get hit with some beautiful cloud cover mm. in San Francisco. Yeah. If you ever want to know whether or not the fog is coming in, the trick is if you if you start feeling a, a wind hitting you from the west mm. or the north west or northwest, usually the, anything from that direction, and it's the middle of June, get ready for some fog because that's usually when it starts to come in. Keep that light jacket with yeah, you. Yeah. Keep those layers on you. Absolutely. Any other t- uh, tips or tricks we should be aware of? Tips or tricks. Yeah. Um, well, we already talked about layering up, uh, so that's an important one. If there's ever a heat wave, which there likely will be sometime later this year, which may seem, you know, be a ways from now, but... Uh, it feels so far away. It, do, it does feel almost like a different, whole different <laughs> three layers today. conversation altogether. Yeah, if, if it's 
you know, if it's heat wave season again, um, just make sure that you either, you know, head out to like the beach. So the west side is a common one. Uh, you, people often will go, you know, out that way. Uh, but the Presidio is also a great place to beat the heat. It's Ooh. a microclimate in and of itself. And oftentimes it can be even cooler than what you'd find in the outer uh, sunset enrichment districts. I like really? it. The Presidio. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I'm going to find myself down at Chrissy Field the next Do time it. it cracks 90 <laughs> around here. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube, good morning. <laughs> Ice Cube 45 says, I need a jacket that you can peel layers off like an onion. Oh, wow. That sounds like great. onion. Yeah, you know, like a thin layer here and I another layer there. And yeah. then pretty soon, all of a sudden, you're like, ooh, I hit the right spot. I like yeah, that. That's yeah, that's great. Kind of reminds me of that Shrek quote yeah. uh, from the first movie. It's like, ogres are like onions. They have layers. And in a lot of ways, I feel like uh, dressing for, you know, the city requires layers. So maybe we're all just onions if we <laughs> use that analogy. Absolutely. <laughs> Is Shrek one of the movies you've seen? I have seen Shrek. Yes, I have okay, seen Shrek. Okay, one of the 37. It's one of the 37 movies I've seen. I've watched a lot of movies. But I've seen 37 of them, so I'm bad. I don't mean Fair to brag, enough. but it's, uh, it's in the dozens these days. <laughs> Um, yeah, the early bird and I have long time petitioned for more vending machines around San Francisco oh. that just have jackets in them. I think it's a great business idea. Well, wow, jackets in them. That's a really great idea. More vending machines like you're walking around in Japan where they also just serve you warm coffee. And that, that also is a request. But oh, we need, to make, that ha- we need to make that happen. Mm-hmm. That Absolutely. great. Yeah. I'm, I, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're reporting on the weather, when you're thinking about the weather, who are some other meteorologists uh, or other individuals that are just associated with weather that you find yourself gravitating towards to learn to grow to gain inspiration from like who in the field do you look at and go they got it figured out or at least you like what they're putting out there oh i love this question yeah there's there's a couple that stick to uh, that come to mind uh there's one tv meteorologist uh, his name is rob Maida. uh he does a lot of uh you know a lot of not just uh, outreach on social media, but he also takes part in a lot of events just across uh, the state. Uh, and he gets really involved with the acad- academic spaces. I love that. You know, it's one thing to be able to talk about the weather. It's another to stay glued into the science. And yeah. I, that's just something that I, I hope I can kind of accomplish in the future. Definitely. Nice. Like, yeah. I mean, having like the, the yeah. like, you're doing the journalism piece, but the science piece, it seems like they go hand in hand with one another. Yeah. yeah it's almost like a dance between the two in a lot of ways. Uh, you want to, you want to stay true to the science, but you also want to be able to present the information in a very kind of poetic way. I, I love the way you described it earlier. Oh, a very poetic, poetic way. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, we just had a uh, cedar just rolled up. Uh, any questions for San Francisco's meteorologist that's writing about it in the Chronicle? I was wondering at what point can clouds become fog? Can fogs become clouds? Mm. Like, oh. can they transcend between? each other yes and the answer is they do yeah, and they can and we see this happen a lot uh if you have ever been over in pacifica on a cloudy day uh what'll every day every day yeah. essentially <laughs> <laughs> yeah depending on the elevation of the clouds uh if you know they start to seep down to the surface level and start scraping the ground that's fog but there's other times where the where the, where the clouds will begin to lift once they're at above like two three hundred feet it becomes kind of a no, no pun intended. It becomes a bit of a gray area because now we start to transition between fog and clouds because that's all it is. The definition of fog is it's a cloud that happens very close to the ground. So, yeah, it, it really just depends on how you want to define that threshold between uh, the cloud being at ground level versus it being a couple hundred feet above you. So there's not like a there's not some like chemical difference or whatever between them. They are, uh, clouds and fog are essentially, it's the same 
it's the same fe weather feature. It's just a matter of where you're seeing it from. It's almost from your reference frame. Gotcha. Yeah, which is a little, little, you know, kind of a little trippy to think about sometimes. Yeah, you're kind of blowing my mind right here, real quick. <laughs> totally. Good question, you got Tyler. Yeah, this one's not working. I got a lot of buttons to press on the radio, and they got three out of we have four out of five mics working right now, but not five out of five. Uh, good fog question. Do people come up to you on the street and ask fog questions or ask like questions about weather to you? Yet? You know, not 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 enough. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I, that would that would be kind of fun if people. I mean, I, I generally will talk about the weather with people. You know, if they want to. So yeah, if you ever see me walking down the street and just want to ask about the weather, I mean, go for it. It's San Francisco information jackets. Let's say, ask me questions. Ask me a question. <laughs> you, do, you do have a chronicle jacket on. We we'll, have some of that gear going. Maybe so, a yeah. uh, uh, patch on. A little. <laughs> ask me a question about the clouds. Yeah, ask me about the weather. <laughs> ask me about the weather. San Francisco Chronicle <laughs> trademark. <laughs> I, I love it. That's going to look great on your SF Chronicle parka. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. More, more uh, Chronicle-related weather gear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What would be the piece of weather gear that you would design for the Chronicle if you got to design one? Oh, if I got to design one. Like, what's your, one. what's your, what's your San Francisco uh, weather clothing? Oh gosh, well, I mean, we need to have the fog in there somehow. Maybe it, the fog kind of curling around uh, the Golden Gate Bridge or something. Um, that I think that would be a great emblem for it. Maybe even just trying to find a way to get a lightning bolt over Sutro. You know, it's a lightning oh, yeah. and Sutro Tower getting struck Definitely. by it. Um, although that might be more, you know, maybe more for like winter weather gear. I, you, know, <laughs> I, you could kind of, uh, you know, choose which kind of microclimate you want to. You know, you kind of want to present, I guess, on your way out the door. Yeah, with the weather totally. being so dynamic here, I'm surprised we don't have more like yeah. weather-specific clothing <laughs> options. Plus, plus one to that. How's the microphones going? I over got there? this one going, but then this one's not. There's so many buttons to press on the radio, y'all. So many, but you're you're pressing the the majority of them though. I think I've, I've I've narrowed down the problem to what's going on. So I got the I, I can either do one of something's going. Compu y'all computers, they might have been a mistake. <laughs> we taught Sand to dream. I don't know what it's all about. I apologize. Love that. <laughs> all right, let's go back to this one. Um, so one of the things that I think is so vexing about San Francisco weather is how unpredictable it is. Is that like a, a moment of opportunity for you? Do you get stressed when the weather does not align with what you've written in the paper that morning? Like, how do yep. you feel about the dynamicness of this town and how mm -hmm. it can uh, it can trick you? This is uh, this is kind of a, an interesting. I want to describe it in, in, in this kind of format because it is interesting that there are times where. Maybe 60% of the time, no, maybe not 60, 70% of the time, I'll rely solely on the weather model. Mm, but that 30% mm -hmm. almost becomes a matter of you kind of understanding where you expect for uh, those microclimates to kind of create this natural barrier. Because weather models just don't capture that. Yeah. Uh, most of their resolutions are around like, you know, uh, three kilometer by three kilometer, and mm -hmm. we're a city of seven by seven uh, miles. So a lot of it kind of boils down to, okay, this is what the model is showing for this side of the city. But I know for a fact that it's going to get this much warmer in Noe Valley or the mm -hmm. Mission because we've had hot weather for the past few days. Or in the case of rain, okay, I know that we had this much rain in the west side. Um, do we really expect it to kind of uh, make it east of Sutro Tower? It's a matter of kind of picking up on those patterns. Yeah. yeah. So in a lot of ways, it it's um, there's a level to it where you're using a lot of the science that's available, mm -hmm. but you also kind of have to use a bit of your instinct to catch it. Yeah. 
I like that. If you're just joining us, we're here with Jerry Diaz, the Chronicles weather uh, writer, weather reporter, weather chief, the person that decides if it's going to be sunny during the day. I really don't know how weather oh, works. Oh, I, I really wish I had that kind yeah. of power and authority. <laughs> uh, chatting all things weather. Are there very, I feel like there's probably some good like weather person jokes out there. Are there any mm. classic weather person jokes? I think we kind of hinted at one a little earlier, and this was um, this was a, a shirt that I had from undergrad. Uh, it was kind of making a play on uh, the Dark Knight uh, when the Joker says, I believe the quote was, why so serious? <laughs> the shirt itself, though, said, why so serious? Uh, and it has a, a little kind of a serious cloud with the Joker's, you know, makeup on. <laughs> that's, that's a weather joke. That's, that's yeah. a good one right yeah. there. So wait, you studied meteorology mm-hmm. in college well it te- How technically does one become a weather person yeah, yeah. it's uh technically it was atmospheric science oh, very cool. general uh very uh, you know kind of pretty much anything that covered the atmosphere was what i was studying and i was drawn into meteorology specifically uh out of just curiosity for the day-to-day because atmospheric science also covers climate you know it mm-hmm. also covers like uh some of the thermodynamics and physics not to say that I, I wasn't interested in those things but I was more curious in that human element of okay we mm. understand the science of how this how weather operates on the planet but I'm also kind of curious about how that impacts people's day-to-day lives and I want to you know be able to take part in that conversation so I naturally started to gravitate more towards meteorology uh, in my undergrad and through grad school yeah it's a, it's a fun field and I think it's one that requires uh, a passion for the science, but also a passion for the human element. And I think oftentimes yeah. that kind of gets overlooked in the sciences. I like that blend of both those things. Again, yeah. sort of going back to the information and poetry side of things, it yeah. sounds like there's a lot of blends in what you do, whether that's taking 70% of the data and 30% of sort of your own understanding and interpretation right. or describing a visible thing by using other visible terms. There's sort of that that really beautiful blend of these yeah. two different sort of a disparate disciplines that you have to blend into a column, uh, I'm guessing, how many days a week? Five days a week? Three five days, days a week? week. Yep. Woo. Five days Woo. a week. What's, uh, what's today's column? I mean, if you can. If, <laughs> what's, I, just, I got a push notification for a chronicle oh, column and great. I was excited I thought it was yours but it was uh, this one was written by Kate uh, talking about uh, they were out of a drought oh, um, yeah. mm. what's the column dropping today oh it should be about uh, let's see the drainage winds I believe is what the conversation was oh I see it uh, here for today the drainage winds California Drain. will get hit with drainage winds today here's how they will impact the Bay Area what in the heck <laughs> are drainage winds is this why everyone's having a good hair day yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great segue actually yeah um, so the drainage winds are essentially very warm very dry winds that come in from the mountains uh, we have some of that flow even right now this morning kind of feel you know kind of that light breeze uh, these are very dry winds so to your point about hair uh, it's you know great for you know hair days uh, because this air essentially seeps down into our valleys our basins and it also helps to keep temperatures on the warmer side uh, the analogy I like to use is if you think about it, uh, when you're running up or down a hill, it's much easier to run down the hill. You mm-hmm. kind of gain that kinetic energy. It's the same thing with these winds. They help to keep us on the warmer side. Hmm. So you can expect some nice temperatures in the 60s this afternoon. I'm so excited for I'm this. sitting in the sun today. Yeah, absolutely. Go so, on a nice bike ride tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's on the Woo. docket. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's, what's next? What's coming for us? Well, I'll give a little sneak yeah. preview. Can you use like a thirty-day forecast? How does this work? <laughs> oh, do you know this and you just decide <laughs> oh, to only do ten. Oh, that'd or? be great. I, I, I wish I could, uh, you know, create planning a, a barbecue forecast. in April. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give you a ninety-day outlook now. Um, 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, this warm weather isn't going to stick around for much longer. Oh. Yeah, we've got a low pressure system off the coast, and it really wants to move into San Francisco. So we'll see some of that influence starting tomorrow, and then it really cools off by this weekend. Ooh, so right okay. back down to the mid-50s. Okay, that's good to know. Even yep. just hearing you say that was so professional. That was great. <laughs> right yeah, there. totally, totally. Um, is it going to get any wetter again? Do I need to bust out the rain jacket? Have it handy. Okay. Oh, Here, okay. Yeah. So here's what we expect on Sunday. There's a slight chance for some showers. There's some uncertainty into how many of these showers actually roll into the city. There's just so much dry air over us. Uh, but we can at least expect some sprinkles, maybe some light drizzles if you're on the over on the west side. Okay. Uh, potentially even if you go up hiking up in the higher peaks, so like Mount Davidson, you know, Mount Sutro. Yeah. So just. You know, keep that in the back of your mind as you make your plans for Sunday. But Saturday, I can go out on a bike ride and just dress warm, but not uh, not like it's going to rain. Well, it's going to be on the cold side on Saturday, unfortunately. I'll, I'll do it. I'll dress so, warm. I'm okay. into it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if, if you're into that, uh, I know there's some folks that, you know, even if it's like in the 40s out, they'll still go out surfing. You know, they get yeah. their... You know their gear on, and I—I I mean, I more more power too. I'm honestly. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning goes out to Jim Winston, who says, "Listening to Rollover Easy on a bus in Haddington, Scotland." Scotland. Where, oh my good evening to wow. Jim. As it's currently 43 degrees, though I perhaps perhaps in Celsius six over there right now. Uh, precipitation, 9% chance. Humidity, 77. Wind, 8. Um, when I see something like there's a 9% chance of precipitation, yeah. help me help me parse that. How do I... Is it uh, 1 out of 10 times, or roughly 1 out of 10 times it's going to rain, or... Nine percent of weather stations are experiencing rain. What? How do we? How do we think about this? Help us oh, understand probabilities. They are, you know, they are definitely one Help of the trickier. Help us math. Let's, <laughs> let, let's math for a second, shall we? <laughs> the best way to uh, describe it is: let's say you, let's say, we'll use a nine percent analogy. Let's say there was a nine percent chance of rain in San Francisco. What does that mean? Think about it in terms of the aerial coverage. So, hmm. if we were to look at the entire city, that means that we can expect at least for nine percent of the city to see some kind of rain. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's two probabilities at play here. One, we're assuming that there's a 100% chance that it's going to rain somewhere. Okay. So after huh. that, it's like, okay, well, how much of that somewhere is going to be impacted by the rain? Hmm. Looks like it'll be 9% of the city's coverage. Huh. So okay. It, okay. So it's a little tricky, but uh, yeah, the easiest way to think about it is 9% of your area will see rain. I guess my question is, is that uh, is there a radius that I should be considering these percentages for, or is it uh, vary yeah. by region? So at least with, I can speak to San Francisco's uh, you know, weather stations. Um, if we're talking about 9% of the city, we are kind of talking about that 7x7 seven seven environment. So usually mm -hmm. that weather station will go out 10 miles in radius. Mm -hmm. um, so that puts the whole city of San Francisco in kind of a nice <laughs> compact space there. Yeah, Excellent. Absolutely. That's great to know. Yeah. Question comes in from Burrito Justice. He says, what's your favorite global weather model? Are you a fan of the GFS 27? Oh more of an Whoa. HRRR? Oh. The NAM? The ECMWF? Are there any better for San Francisco? Or are we and our microclimates too clever for their granularity? <laughs> well, well, first off, Burrito Justice, you did your homework. Um, oh, burrito, again, yeah, Burrito's a pro. Yeah. Are you following Burrito on social media? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Great to hear. Yeah, great. Part the starter pack. Move here, starter follow pack. burrito. Yeah, yep, yep. Now, I love this question. And, oh gosh, a favorite. Really putting me on the spot there. <laughs> I would say for the Bay Area, the, ma the model that I've seen be the most kind of efficient, at least in the past few months, would be the European weather model. Ooh, does a really solid job with rain. It could do a little better with winds, but overall it does a pretty solid job. Um, really good on cycling, too. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, the European model would definitely be up there on my list. Um, okay. It, it, but 
to his point, uh, it is kind of tricky because while the model does a good job at capturing most of the weather, you know, it kind of goes back to our conversation earlier, you sometimes have to break it down a little bit more uh, because the microclimates may not necessarily match up with what this larger scale model uh, will kind of rep- try to represent. Is that mm-hmm. where you see like a lot of your, your job is, is spending the time taking this model, which we've mm-hmm. talked about, the interpretation yep. that goes into that, the science and the... Yep description but then also saying like how do i zone in on this particular mm-hmm. neighborhood are there any neighborhoods that are particularly vexing where you're like i have no idea oh, what gosh. this is going to look like for the inner richmond i don't know i don't know what it is about west portal but something about that i'm still trying to figure out like what scientifically is happening there you know is it maybe that the winds are coming too strong in the afternoon is it that we just you know, are kind of at this weird cusp between the low-lying areas and the hills that neighborhood is always, it's been one of the trickier ones. <laughs> I can see that happening for West sure. West Portal. Yep. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's kind of like in its own little valley there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Okay. I got the fifth mic to work. <gasps> oh, mic four. Right. Mic five. Wow. Real life. Okay. All right, all right. Debugging complete. Woo, we're making it happen here. Uh, we got somebody else hanging out with us Brian this morning. Brian Stokel. Brian, hello. Good morning. You want Would a like microphone? Say hi? Good morning. How are it's you, a lovely morning. day here in the mission. That it is. Yeah. I, I had to dress lightly today. Yeah. Ooh. It's less yeah. layered. Less layered. You got, you got a couple a couple layers on as well. Do yes. you have a favorite San Francisco climate? Um, I think... Oh, climate. Um, I think it's the one I despised when I moved oh, here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which was, was what? It was atop Alamo Square Hill. Uh-huh. And it was just overcast, foggy. Uh, all through the oh. summer. Yeah. And I despised it because I was used to a regular <laughs> summer, fall, winter, spring season in a European place. So. And, and then you learn to embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So, good. so much better. Truly. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. It gives the city its character in yeah. so many ways. 100% agree with that. Oh, yeah. One of the more distinct things as you're traveling around the world. Uh, Brian Stokel here is the uh, proprietor of the Fog and Gold Flag. Is there a particular huh. weather pattern that's best for flying flags? Oh, Ooh, I Fantastic love this question. question. Yeah, the best time of the year, I would say. So it's kind of at the tail end of a foggy episode. You still have these very strong winds coming into the coastline. Um, I would say, yeah, if, you're, if, you've, if you've noticed that there's kind of a break in the fog and it's the middle of June mm-hmm. and you want to go fly a kite, that is the best time to do it. You have very strong northwest winds at all the layers of the atmosphere. You know, go out there and fly your kite. All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. My friend that wants to do a kite festival, I'm going to be forwarding yeah. this information to her. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was a buried lead. You have a friend that wants to do a kite festival? Shouldn't everyone that know Stella a, Lockman? I love <laughs> it. Oh, Stella. <laughs> of course Stella wants to. Wow. Oh, Stella. We'll have. We'll make it happen. That is oh, amazing. Okay. I love Bu- that idea. Building on that, is there a kite season? Because I'm working on the, on the coast, mm-hmm. and it sure seems windy in the spring. Yeah, yeah, especially if you ever go down to Santa Cruz and, you know, you'll pick up, uh, there's actually a term for it. It's called the coastal jet. Ooh, I like it. Very, very narrow band of very strong winds that hit one specific part of the coast. And it's it's great if if you've, you know, driven up Highway 1, you know, one minute you're in this very, like, windy environment. You drive Mm -hmm. up maybe a couple miles, nothing, right? Um, Yeah, so kind of to your point, a kite season... You know, I don't know that there's yeah. an official one, but maybe we should, uh, that'd be a great idea. Maybe, you know, breaking down what the best time of the year is and where in the Bay Area. I, 
I mean, for being such a windy town, it would make sense that we would have yeah. a kite season. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I like that idea. 100% agree. This also leads into another question I have for you. I, and maybe this is a bad thing as a San Franciscan, the wind is my least favorite element. The wind is, is very uh, unuseful most of the time. <laughs> is there a place I should be optimizing for that gets the least amount of wind that's the most protected part of San Francisco? Yeah, good question. Oh, I like this. On a windy day, where should I be going to... Uh, to avoid the wind? <laughs> to avoid it, yeah. Um, funny enough... Uh, we're actually in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, the mission is probably one of your best options. Yeah. We're, we're very wind sheltered. Uh, very handsome. I oh. saw a gentleman Everybody's looking yeah. handsome out there. Yeah, it's a good hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he knows yeah. what's up. Love that. <laughs> Still didn't get his favorite cloud. Still oh, did I not know. get his favorite cloud. Yeah. This is the guy that walked by earlier. He has his favorite cloud. <laughs> Uh, so the mission, perhaps? Yeah, the mission's a great option. Um, yeah, gosh, I would say, yeah, we're probably the most wind-sheltered area in the whole city. And it really kind of uh, shows in the summer months. It'll also be one of the warmest parts of the city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, yeah, if you want to avoid the wind for whatever reason, go down to the mission. All right. <laughs> Having lived here for over 10, 15 years in the neighborhood, I would say I also notice street trees make a difference. Mm. Mm. I walk home and there's the segment of Mission or Valencia with fewer street trees. And it can be a windy day like yep. late in the afternoon, like five o'clock. Mm. And then I get to this portion where they put yep. in all the street trees. Thank you, Obama grants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and it suddenly probably drops at least three to five miles an hour. Huh. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a reminder to donate to Friends of the Urban Forest to get out there and yeah. plant a tree. It costs $3,000 to keep a tree alive for three years, which is when it can survive on its own. So donate today. Love it. Love it. Mm. Uh, and I didn't know that Obama gave us all of our Valencia trees. Yeah. Really? That's, that's what Brian wow. said over here. And he would know. And Livable City helped a lot with it, too. Of course. Oh, that's amazing. Course. A lot of great yeah. groups. Good to know. Give us more trees. Absolutely. You know, uh, when we chatted with, um, is it Mike, Mike, the tree man? Uh, the tree man is not the tree man anymore. We have a new tree man. We have a new tree man? The head of the bike coalition, whose name Brian, yeah. is over at uh, Fuff now. What happened to tree man? I don't know. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Mike Sullivan. Mike the tree Sullivan. Expert. The tree expert. Uh, not the tree man. Excuse me. Yeah. The tree expert. <laughs> the tree professional. There is a distinction. Yeah, yeah. Mike is still around because I still see his um, chalk in Coal Valley from his oh, tours yeah. of all the trees in Coal Valley. Yeah, I guess uh, sort of a question, and Brian's kind of chatting about this and alluding to it as well. Can we influence the weather by yeah. how we interact with our environment, whether that's uh, planting trees or building tall buildings or something else? Are there ways, or, you know, more more recently, we're seeing a lot of these um, uh, these the swells on the ground where the water runs off. Mm-hmm. What are they called? There's one in La Lingua that's really popular. Early bird, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, um, uh, bioswales, bioswales, rain gardens. Mm. Are there ways that we can be interacting with our own weather around San Francisco yeah. that can be positive for the environment or can contribute in some way? Yeah, and I'll use kind of an analogy to, well, not even an analogy, just an example of um, how you can have that influence. Um, back in 2020, when we had all those wildfires burn through the Santa Cruz Mountains, uh, that left a lot of uh, soils just kind of barren and very devoid mm-hmm. of any vegetation. And we saw the impact of that just you know a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that water that would have normally been absorbed uh, by trees, you know, shrubs, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the trees just weren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So all of it just kind of ran off and you know caused a lot of flooding. 
and we saw some of that even play out uh, in San Francisco on uh, New Year's Eve, where a lot of areas that used to be marshland that used to you know have that absorption capacity for rain, um, they're kind of gone. So the best way we can really you know inf- influence our environment at the local level is to plant more greenery. You know, have yeah. more trees, more shrubs, uh, you know, anything really that just helps absorb water when we do get rain. That's a great point. Uh, some more things to sort of interact with uh, our weather in a very positive way. Plant some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get out there. Any truth to the rumor that I have only in my mind that when I water plants with rainwater from the sky, it's better for them than <laughs> rainwater from the tap? Mm. There is some truth to that. Now here, you know, like like anything, uh, you know, it's it's very dependent on where that rainfall is happening. Yeah, I put so, my plants outside sometimes when it rains. I'm just like, here, this this is like <laughs> organic. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, <laughs> organic feels, rain, right? Um, well, a lot of rainwater has a lot of uh, it. You know, it, there's all there are a lot of extra particulates uh-huh. on them, and particulate in this in this case isn't a bad thing. Uh, it can be anything from sea salt uh, to nutrient rich uh, particulates that get mm. picked up by the wind. So, to answer your question, the it's yes, but uh, the catch is if it's rain that has been affected by pollution or anything where we have negative particulates, what we call them, mm-hmm. uh, then it could actually cause more damage. And this is kind of where we border into the question of what defines acid rain. Now, mm-hmm. thankfully, that's not really much as much of an issue as it was even just 20, 30 years ago. But at least for urban areas... Um, Cities that don't have that much pollution, mm-hmm. usually, usually uh, you're in a better spot for that rainwater to be a kind of a net positive. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Fascinating. Good to know. Uh, Paul Valdez with a very important weather-related question, which is, what would be a good weather-related drag name? <gasps> oh, I love this. <laughs> Thanks. Gosh. Great oh, question, Weather-related Paul. drag name. <laughs> gosh, I love that. Oh, gosh, what would be a great weather-related drag name? Foggy Bottoms. Oh, Foggy <laughs> Bottoms is good. Foggy Bottoms. Yeah, that's great. Uh, gosh, for some reason, my mind was going for like, I don't know, maybe like Stormy something. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... Gosh, now you need Storm yeah. and Steve. <laughs> Storm and Stevie. The name is, I would, my daughter's elementary school, Harvey Milk Civil Rights Academy, has uh-huh. a fundraiser. It's not selling baked goods, it's a drag show. Ah, um, excellent. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's a great fundraiser. Yeah. A drag I show rather than a bake sale. Or oh, uh, May yeah. Gray. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. May Gray would be May a good, Gray. Oh, yeah. that's a really good one. Yeah. Catherine tweets in at us and says Foggy Bottoms as well. <laughs> She's into it. I think there are some real good opportunities here to have a little bit of fun with this. Oh, absolutely. Now I'm going to be thinking about this one all day, Paul. <laughs> Think about it all day. Also, friendly reminder as we take a, a pause here, it's about 10 minutes left to become a bestie here on Community Radio. BFF.FM slash Foggy Bottoms will get you to the donation form. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, there's so much weather to experience in the Bay Area. So glad that you're here and able to, to join join in not only with us today, but in San Francisco at large and, and in increasing everyone's awareness about the weather. Is there an article that you're just like waiting to drop six months in or that you're really excited to write someday that you're like, I can't wait to get to talk about this yeah. topic? Oh, gosh, yeah. So I'm really hoping that at some point here in the next few months, um, we get to get an article out there that just introduces people to the microclimates. You know, whether you've been here for years or if you're relatively new to the area, uh, it'll kind of have a bit of a meet the microclimates kind of a format. Ooh, I like that um, a lot. I see a lot of graphics coming in that. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good visuals coming along with those stories. Yeah. Right no, so that's, that's one that it's, it's been on the back of my mind for a while. So I'm really hoping we can get something like that out pretty soon. Nice. How many microclimates are there? Hmm. Gosh. In just the city of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I would say at the very least, maybe a dozen. Really? I'm not, that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Probably a dozen. Yeah. It kind of becomes yeah. a bit of a gray That's area. True. Right. A yeah, bit yeah. of a gray yeah. area? Oh, <laughs> good weather jokes over here. Oh, goodness. Well, it seems like that there's still a lot of weather to explore in the city and county of San Francisco and beyond. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm continually excited to read your columns. I got push notifications on for the Chronicle. Awesome. What's, uh, can you give us a hint as to what's coming out tomorrow? Yeah, keep an eye out for a bit of a breakdown into that colder weather that's coming in. With maybe a little bit of a chance of rain. So mm -hmm. we might uh, touch on that a little bit. I think one of my favorite aspects of reading these weather-related columns right now is you break down what's going to be happening in different parts of the Bay. You know, yeah, North Bay, yeah. East Bay, mm -hmm. City, South Bay. Uh, is there a Farallon's weather report coming soon? Are you going to be breaking Ooh. down what's happening for the birds out there? I would love that. Uh, back when I was in the weather service, I used to do forecasts for the Farallons, and that was always kind of fun. Very different environment altogether. Yeah. Ooh, maybe we, you know, if there's ever any interest in that, I mean, yeah, let us know, and maybe we can throw in a Farallons forecast one, one or, once or twice. It at least seems like a funny Easter egg to put in there. That'd if be you're, great. If you're, if you're still here, if you're reading this deep into the, the column. For residents who are heading over to the Farallons this afternoon. <laughs> if, you're, if you're going to pick up some eggs out of the Farallons, don't. And the weather is... <laughs> That's how you start a war. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you start seriously. exactly. That was a deep cut, deep cut. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, I'm just so so stoked to have chatted with you today. This has been a fantastic conversation, and uh, it's fun chatting weather all around the city yeah. and county of San Francisco. Absolutely. Anyone else in the weather world of the Bay Area that we should be paying attention to? I mean, you, yep. you're the person that we're, like, mm -hmm. tuning into first. Totally. Sure. But who else? Like, who are your peers that, uh, that you really uh, respect and looked up to? If you ever want to get uh, a bit of a... If, you know, we, we try to do a science breakdown as often as we can, but if you want to get really into the nitty gritty, like we're talking like academic levels of uh, yes. the meteorology, uh, there's Dr. Daniel Swain. Uh, I forget his Twitter handle off the top of my head, but uh, he's a great resource for all things severe weather, uh, especially here in California. Um, great guy very chat you know chatting in a good way very friendly uh always willing to talk about the weather he's actually kind of one of the folks that i kind of admire in a lot of ways for that so yeah nice fo follow dr daniel swain uh get some of the insights into some of the grittier elements of the weather dr Love daniel it. swain right here 100% he for it. yes uh, so that is at weather west at weather west weather west okay good to know Brian Sokol coming in in the clutch here know, right? with the with the profile. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, well, San Franciscans are headed into their Thursday morning, a very gorgeous uh, Thursday morning. Warm. I'm going to take off a layer as after. Oh. I was thinking that, too. Yeah. I don't need my puffy jacket right no, now. No, I, I don't need the nice. wool undershirt. It's great, so. isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you have a song for the people to take them into their Thursday morning? Ooh, yeah. Let's go with... Ooh. What song? What's a good morning song? I guess there's Cascada's Wake Me Up in San Francisco that's coming to mind. Wow, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I've heard this. I believe that's the artist. Uh, it's kind of a dance poppy kind of a song. Really kind of, you know, gets the, gets the blood flowing. Yeah. That, that seems right for the type yeah. of weather that we're having out here today. 100% <laughs> into it. Uh, Jerry, thank you again so much for joining us and just chatting all things weather. 
in San Francisco and beyond. This has been yeah, a joy. Yeah, How can folks, uh, they want to keep chatting with you, they want to continue the conversation, where can they find you on the old internet? Of course, you can always uh, reach out to me uh, at Gravity Wave. It's spelled like Gravity Wave, but with an E after the G. Um, <laughs> which we can talk about Gravity Waves at another point. Say what? Um, Next yeah, time. Next that's time you come thing. back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also follow me on Mastodon, although I'm still trying to figure Ooh. that one out. Uh, yeah, same. I, same handle. Um, yeah, I think you can toot at me. Is that right? Yeah, twizzle tweet. Um, twizzle yeah. tweet. Okay. Yeah, toot? Yeah. I don't know. We're right. still trying to figure this out. The verbiage, we're, we're kind of all over the map in terms yeah, of, of trying to understand right. it. Right. And you can always follow us. Uh, by, you can subscribe to uh, the San Francisco Chronicle. Get your weather forecast every day. Yep, uh, yep. So every now and again, we'll even break down some of the more wonkier elements. Uh, so that's uh, what myself and the weather team at the Weather Wonks do for the Chronicle. Love it. Yep. I hope y'all sit like in uh, cubicles close to one another and chat about the weather. <laughs> it's one of our favorite pastimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry, thank you so much. And we'll give you the final word. What would you like to share with San Franciscans on this fine Thursday morning? They're going into their day. The final word is yours. Enjoy. Enjoy the warm weather because uh, it's not going to be here for much longer. So go out there, have some fun, bask in the sun. How you going? To San Francisco. I take you back to 1969. Let's hit the city of freedom like old times. It's getting dirty underneath the blue sky.
We're playing songs of life like it's 69. We sing and dance under the neon lights. Stars shine so bright of the city tonight. We're crossing the Golden Gate party at the Frisco Bay. Wake me up in San Francisco. Yeah. 